ooh, okay, thank you for letting uh-huh. me know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. We're not going to just catch you. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to just catch you off guard. Um, What's up, man? How you doing, bro? I was, uh, I'm, I'm good. I was thinking about the movie uh, from last night. It was good. Yeah? You thought about it a little more? Uh, I want to know, curious, though, like, how much, how much more of the world do you know than, than what the two viewings have showed you? Have you, like, researched? Bro, I was born in Gotham City, first oh, of all. I mean, like, <laughs> first so, of like, all. Is, so, like, if I asked you, like, oh, is this one based off of a certain comic series, would you know? Like, uh, no. Um, however, that's why I have you here, our resident DC expert. Oh, damn. All right, hold on. Let me get some tabs open. <laughs> Let me get some tabs open. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So, um. Thank you for joining the show. Welcome to the the Noble Podcast. Noble. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shit, my bad. I already fucked that up. All right, welcome to the Noble Podcast. Oh, wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not welcome yet. To the, welcome to the Noble Episode 3. Um, this one's a little different, as you can see. Um, I do not have my usual co-host, Marcel, here today. Selly okay. Sell. He is, he went to Coachella and I haven't seen him since. He got lost in, over there, apparently. Got lost in the sauce. <laughs> no, I think he's going to Coachella this, this coming weekend, but he goes weekend too, usually. But um, yeah, so he's not a big, he's not a big um, superhero movie guy. So, mm-hmm. and him and I are still doing the Kubrick, Kubrick series right now. So I, I asked um, a good friend, a good confidant my brother what up how are you um matt how do you want to go how do you want to uh, introduce yourself? what do you want to be known, known as the best just, yeah let's just stick it to that it's just, that's so that's the brand so he, the he's actually he's actually a streamer a twitch a twitch what partner <laughs> twitch affiliate twitch affiliate twitch.tv slash the best um you can catch him he does a lot of like final fantasy and Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy and a lot of role playing stuff. And Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah. No. Nah. <clears throat> yeah, he's a big. You're a big weeb. <laughs> where did you, where to Fortnite at? Ooh, uh, good. Uh, that's a that's like a weekend suggestion. I feel it. No, um, so, but we're we're talking Batman today. Oh so, wait, Batman's in Fortnite. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Lady, get down, please. Um, yeah, we are talking Batman today. So. We watched. Um, oh well, first, how you doing? How you doing, man? You doing good? Doing good. Yeah, yeah. No, I got off work. I, uh, I'm. I need a shower soon. But other than that, we're good. We're cool, Gucci. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I said, I was just filing my taxes, and goddamn, bro, they fucking jipping me. First of all, <laughs> no, go story mode. Go, 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 go. First of all, I have to pay taxes, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have to pay to pay my taxes. So I have to pay them so they can take out money from me after I pay them to file. Oh, them. Double, yeah, you're double paying. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It is fucking stupid. I've never had to pay, bro. Okay, did I tell you I was all hyped to get my tax refund? Like when they first when the first W twos came back and shit, I was like, all right, boy, like, like I'm gonna invest all this this tax money back into my my creative projects and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking start filing them. Boom, that shit goes right in the red in the negative, and I'm like, bruh. I'm like, bro, I've never fucking had to pay taxes before. This is the very first time in my entire life. <laughs> You're like, I evaded this system for so long, and now here we are. Yeah. So, 
they're, they're finally catching up to me. Um, so yeah, like I said, welcome to the Noble Podcast. This is episode Noble. three. Um, like I said, Marcel's not here. I invited my brother, uh, the best Matt. Um, he is. You have a lot more, I would say, comic knowledge than I do. Um, I like comics and I like, I like superheroes and shit, but um i've always been a marvel guy i mean i feel like you're more of a marvel guy too but you tend to like more dc characters than i do so so what it comes to is actually like when you when you bring in like dc versus marvel right like marvel has a way of making it it's extra cheesy you know it's definitely extra like general light be dark you know it's very oh it's 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 bad it's hot it's strong because it's hot it's it's fire fire bad so i'm very powerful because i wield fire like it's, it's very like one note um, in terms of the writing, but how they did it with the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of just propelled those thoughts of that forward to where it was like you set that expectation on DC. And in my opinion, I feel like DC nailed it with the comics. That's just that's just where it shines mm. because it's in those it's in the moment of what's on the next page. Not I I'm watching this live and I can I can already see it coming a mile away. Yeah, I in in that type of feel. Um, the Batman kind of it it surprised me with how that writing kind of has taken some. I would say has taken some influence from like the slapback humor that has been established by other superhero movies so far. Um, but it kind of excelled it. So like it made it more appropriate and to the point where like it wasn't supposed to be funny, but there were moments that had me dying because it's just how relatable these characters were in those moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the Batman twenty twenty two, directed by, uh, who did direct this? I think I just pulled this up. I think his name was Matt Reeves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Reeves directed this. Um, so Batman twenty twenty two, directed by Matt Reeves, came out in let's see March fourth in twenty twenty two. So, only a month ago um it did in the box office it's gross over 600 million dollars are you familiar um, with his other works matt reeves yeah he's done um let's see we can just go through his imdb real quick i was actually just gonna throw out a few names so if you if you're a fan of the oh, yeah, of the, the apes the yeah, new age stuff he's he's done all that he did uh the whole cloverfield trilogy um he did a couple of like older movies like with marky mark like one called the yards um other than that he's got yeah he's got a few more smaller titles um like let me in mouse guard um these are fairly a little older but in terms of like relevancy we we can refer to the planet of the apes current series and then cloverfield trilogy yeah planet apes with uh what was his name what was the the main monkey's name uh was it was it simon uh, no, Seymour? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. Where he's all, no! Take your stinking bar off me, you damn 38! No! Fucking. <laughs> Caesar, boss. Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. Caesar. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, fucking Caesar. So, um, he directed this new Batman. It's grossed over 600 million. <clears throat> Um, I heard it was, it actually did like, it's been like one of the best movies that DC's put out, especially post pandemic. I think it was like the highest grossing post pandemic for sure. Um, 
Um, but like just just overall, it's been pretty well and it's been received actually really well, especially for a for a DC movie where like Marvel kind of runs the the superhero cinematic lexicon. Um, yeah, where it's, it's an expectancy where it's like if it's not Marvel standard, it's not going to be preferred. But here yeah. we are. I mean, like, know? obviously, you know, the reviews and everything they've done with fucking Suicide Squad and fucking bvs see see with these things it it goes beyond just like the initial one note of like oh it just came out bad nah dude it came out bad because editing teams went against you know the the production company which went against you know the corporate office and then it goes deeper so you could you could talk about the the interconnections of how just dc hasn't handled it well forever but so another topic so thoughts before we get in so usually what we do is we we run through the plot and then well we give official thoughts no spoilers and then we run through the plot and then we give our final thoughts and review and a ranking mm-hmm. so let's uh your thoughts for spoiler free what do you uh, think of, of the batman it, 2022 to, to kind of give a general no spoiler um in like the most like mundane way i just be like oh it's good it's great it's a good movie um but if i want to try to poke at it a little more it's it's a different take it's it's a different take on what you expect of Batman and um, having it set in the time. I don't know if this is a spoiler. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm just saying I, that's why I'm not bringing it up. Um, having it set in the time where in Batman's career where it is that it, that changes how I took it way more after the fact. I saw the movie and I, I kind of was like, oh, where's, you know where's where's the batman where like you called it the batman where is he (laughs) it should have been called vengeance (laughs) (laughs) Vengeance the whole them riding the vengeance train was great i can't miss this but like it's pretty good um but you liked it oh i definitely enjoyed it for sure um i know you said you could pick a movie forever but i definitely would give it that you need to watch this because i do think it is an enjoyable dc movie that would actually paint that good picture for them i know i know afterwards you were mentioning how your your expectations it it exceeded your expectations and you were were surprised shattered my expectations oh shattered now oh yeah okay well i mean if we're if we're just being poetic with it right like um it's it just in the actuality it just yes it surpassed my expectations but yeah. for being poetic i was like yeah dude i went into it thinking uh it's not you know i had i had a negative desire for it i didn't want it to be good you know it's got patents it's got the meme yeah bro. it's got yeah. it's got things that you could just wrap around it but i was like all right no nah, if you if you kind of let yourself put that down for a moment just be a human watching a movie and that's and that's what that's what i was kind of going into so so from my my perspective like it was kind of the same thing i was like all right fucking edward cullen like fucking twilight like he's gonna lighthouse let's go and then already (laughs) already coming off bat fleck and like and then because christian bale like obviously nolan set the bar so fucking high like that that is attributed I would say yes to Bale's performance, but I'm actually going to give more of the credit to Nolan's directing style. I yeah, would but say I'm, that Nolan carried that Batman verse. So I'm much. just saying, like, like Nolan said that that the whole series was set set Batman so high, like a standard that, like, after Batfleck and BVS and everything, I was just kind of like, all right, whatever. I'm kind of over Batman, and I'm a super I'm a Superman fan, anyways. Right, I'm a, right, right. I'm a I'm a Clark Scout boy, but Clark Scout. <laughs> but um um Cub Scout boy. 
um but so yeah i was already i was already coming into this movie like i'm gonna fucking hate this movie another like, batman film i wanted yeah, to trash let's it let's go and then and then i watched it and i was like dude yeah. this movie's this movie's fucking good and it like does- and like it was it was everything that i wanted i personally wanted from a batman movie and so like i, think- I was so hype and i was trying to tell everybody like bro you gotta watch this movie like it's worth it what was a there was a so there was an old review that someone gave of like Black Panther and they were like what what is it about Black Panther that makes it such a good Marvel movie um I I can't quote it so unfortunate about that but there was uh an interview where one of there was one celebrity who like talked about it and they were like it's it's not that it's a good Marvel movie it's that it's just a good movie period mm. so when you mm-hmm. when you eliminate the batman expectations oh it has to be a good batman movie it mm-hmm. has to be this, this f that fuck that you know no bullshit just yeah make a good no movie. bullshit just make yeah. a good movie and and solidly everyone will be like who's the main character what's his lore oh he's too like i mean no, spoiler, yeah. I mean, all right um, so we'll get into it right now yeah like you said um uh, take away that the batman portion and yeah it's a great vengeance movie it's just like <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I am vengeance. Well, uh, you could you could talk about that in terms of just storytelling though. What are the yeah. best stories? Like the the kind of revenge tales or or tales where it's someone yeah. who has everything to lose, but yet they're fighting for something in such like a way that it it just seems almost animal, you know. So yeah. So all right. So let's get into the plot. Yeah. All right. What's so your, okay, what's your first? Okay, <clears throat> before we get into like what what's great, before we tug on the. Well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna run through the whole plot. Okay, I'll let you. Do if it. that's cool, and then no, while you... while I'm going through it, you just add on to anything that you want to add on to there, and I'm gonna try to do it quick because I don't want to take too much time. Okay. All right. Go. So yeah, anything that pops up that makes that you want to just add into there or, or correct me or whatever, just just jump in. I'll try to see if like yeah, there might be something. I mean, you seen it twice, so I hope that your understanding is better. But I'm gonna <laughs> say if you uh, yeah, if there's like something blocks. out of place, then I'll try yeah. to. Okay, so Batman 2022. Directed by Matt Reeves. Starts off with Ava Maria, Ava Maria, as you told me i didn't even know what that song was i've heard it before obviously but it's 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 like it's It's a beautiful song yeah and like when that shot comes in so it's a first shot of of that song playing and then it's like um they're just looking through the scope basically and they're looking there's somebody looking through a scope across to another building and they're watching these people inside that building and and it has a song playing and already when this first thing came on i was like at first i was like wait am i watching the right movie like what's going on here (laughs) and then and then like because i didn't really know what's going on and the music was just different i was like bro this is lit though and then so it pans this dude's looking through a scope he sees a kid in a red ninja suit and this kid's like just swinging a sword or whatever And even you were kind of like, you're like, wait, what's going on? There's a fucking, there's a samurai in there. <laughs> so, some weird going on. Dude pulls out a katana. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is katana. This is katana. She's got my back. <laughs> and then shout uh, outs. Call back. <laughs> that's DC what never we do. Forgets. That's DC what never we do. Forgets. No, no bullshit. <laughs> um, so you see, you see this kid in a red ninja suit. He's swinging a sword. 
Um, then his parents walk up, still through the scope. Um, parents walk up, I assume, because they look like they're older. They're in like uh, dress attire. Mm-hmm. And then um, he just, the kid starts playing with his dad or whatever. And he's like trying to pretend like kill him or whatever. Um, after that, it goes from that scene, it flashes to inside the apartment. And then you get, you don't really know like where you're at at this point. It doesn't say that it's the same building, but you kind of just assume, all right, we're probably in that apartment now. And so it's, it's a inside department. It's a news, news debate show, whatever. And it's replaying like an old debate, um, of guy named Mitchell and a woman named Bella Real. Eight-year-old grassroots challenger Bella Real in a dead heat. Things certainly got hot last night in their final debate before next Tuesday's election. Yes, and this is between the political for mayor, like yeah, who can so, be mayor of Gotham. Yeah, so it's a debate, and they're both running for mayor, and they're just having a regular debate on television or whatever. And so it's Mitchell standing there. He has his like his dress attire on, still kind of like all his shirt like opened up, whatever. And he's just drinking. He's just watching his debate play back. And um, he's watching himself on the TV. Phone rings. Um, he answers it, and then he starts like kind of getting upset. Doesn't know, doesn't say who he's talking to, but probably somebody from his campaign because he starts saying, um, "He's like, what the hell? I thought we were supposed to get an." He says something like, "Like, why is she still tied with us?" And then, and then he, you can't really hear on the other side, but he's like, "Whatever." He's like, "We're supposed to get a bump in the election. Like, why is she still tied? Like, what's going on?" And then he's all pissed off, and he's like, "You know what? Whatever. I don't have time for this." So he hangs up. And right when that phone calls, that's when he walks past the room a little bit and or down the room. And then, boom, it flashes like the lightning flashes or some bullshit or the TV flashes on him. And it's creepy guy. Standing there. Yeah, creepy yeah. guy <laughs> with the breathing i guess yeah creepy breathy guy standing there um right behind mitchell while mitchell mitchell's watching tv and um mitchell walks back and then basically creepy guy with mask on just starts breathing all heavy and just attacks the fuck out of this dude And he starts beating the fuck out of him. And right. he, st- he starts beating him with a metal tool, um, like a hammer or something. You don't really know. Um, he gets on him and he dude falls down. Mitchell falls down. He's all bleeding and shit. He's pretty much dead, I assume, right at this point. Nah, he's 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 injured. He ain't dead yet because because he got he got more stuff to go through. And then, and then so creepy guy gets on him. He starts like tying him up. He said he got some duct tape or whatever. And and then that's pretty much it. Then it flashes right after that. It flashes to shots of Gotham City and Batman narration. And this is the first time you hear Pattinson's Bat voice. Thursday, October 31st. And what do you think about that? Uh, Because obviously Batman's voice is like... I don't know if that's like his Bat voice. Because you 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 hear the Bat voice, right? But to me this narration he does is not that it's like it's just like reflection like 
he's in a tub or something like he's just looking at the <laughs> because because oh, you find out like in a little bit after that it's like we're hearing this through his diary entry so i think if anything it's him like in his head hearing it as he's writing it where it's kind of like it's not like the batman voice it's more so just like inner thoughts like okay i see what you're saying yeah, yeah um he definitely didn't have regular pattinson voice though he had some type of like deeper voice he was going for uh, um which which in my tone like a, like a deeper yeah tragic tone yeah 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 like like a tragic voice and and i'm kind of glad he didn't um copy bale's voice or I'm, I'm 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 glad he didn't do too much extra basically i'm glad he just kind of it was just like he said it was just dark a little tragic but it wasn't over the top where obviously bill was like where you go and like you know i what mean I'm saying? you got you got higher i mean in those moments you had bail like he's trying to be the symbol of fear and like there's there's a lot of different motivations there which alter that voice but no i think Madison yeah. kept it reserved kind of kept it but also as it as a vigilant as a fucking dude running around in the costume as a vigilante as a vigilante you obviously need to change your voice anyways because you don't want people to know your real voice because it's right. part of the disguise. So um, so it's just shots of Gotham City and Batman narrating. He's saying a bunch of shit. Honestly, I don't really remember exactly what he was saying. But he it's was just a, it's just a lot of a lot of rambling about like this city's dirty and it I thought it would change by itself. But mm-hmm. everything's failed. Now I gotta be the one to do it, but I like I can't be everywhere at once. Like it's like, yeah. like that. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's very dramatic hero. He's basically talking down on Gotham City and saying how like everything's all fucked up and, and it like, needs him. And it needs him, but at the same time, he doesn't even know what to do and he's unsure of kind of everything. And he's he's just very unsure. And he's just like it's like everything's kind of just crashing down on him, basically. Like his world is just crashing in on him, and he's just like just trying to figure it out. It's a big city. I can't be everywhere. And um, I know one thing I did write down. He says uh, something about, oh, while while he's narrating this, it's showing shots of Gotham and then showing shots of, of these bad guys that are kind of dressed like the main creepy guy that you just saw kill. Um, it's just showing them doing different things. Like um, they're called drop heads, basically. But, right, right, um, right. Because they're, they're just drug users. They're yeah. Just like the specialized drug that's going around at the moment yeah so they're playing that the cops use yeah so showing like gotham city and just people like bad bad guys just doing shit and stuff come on give me the money let's go um he's he does mention something he says something about like fear is a tool fear That was one thing that kind of stuck out to me. And he was just saying how, like, um, I don't know what he was going with that, but he did oh, say. So, okay. So with that one, he was also referencing the spotlight that the city has now, because that's kind of just been the thing as of late is the bat symbols in the sky. And he's like, mm. I, I use that because they see it as a symbol of hope. I use it as a symbol of fear for them. Because oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, 
yeah he's being super edgy like you need to understand yeah. like in the beginning this batman is super edgelord super like <laughs> dark and like i'm like i'm unstoppable rage like yeah mess with me. like that's exactly how this batman is yeah he's like he's like i'm the shadows uh yeah he says oh yeah another quote he says people think people think i'm hiding in the shadows but i am the shadows they think i'm hiding in the shadows But I am the shadows. So this is um it's not early into Batman's career, but like we do in the beginning get that sent that little shout out where this is his second year of doing the Batman thing. Oh like, really? Yeah, so this is it this is his year two. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, for yeah, no, that that's why when I was like um talking a little uh, earlier, I was like it's kind of a spoiler that I want to bring up, but it is something that you have to note that this is his second year doing this. So public per, like uh, perception is still growing. Like uh, his name's barely getting out there, but it's there enough to where people are like, oh, it's only bad things spoken. You know, it's Just never saying. like, Just it's never saying. like, oh, Batman saved me. No, it's Batman beat the shit out of four dudes like, and left him yeah. bleeding in the alley. Like, yeah. I, I I personally thought this was year one, so I thought it was more like a like an introduction to this Batman. But um, I thought so. I thought that too, and then I did a little bit of research, and it was like it's based oh, okay. off of some comic books where, um, like the Long Halloween things like that, where it's still early into his career, where he doesn't have the fancy gadgets to the to the umpteen. You know, he only mm-hmm. has his detective skills, and that's why he's so close with Gordon. And I want to. I don't want to go any more into that because that's still plot that we need to cover. Yeah. So yeah, showing different shots of Gotham, music starts crescendoing, um, shows different hoodlums around the city, dressed in weird costumes, max masks. I think it's uh probably drop heads or different gang members or something. It's Halloween. Uh, oh yeah, it is oh yeah, 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 it is Halloween. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um shows the bat signal and then one of the weirdo one of the weirdos runs. He's running away. He gets all scared once he sees the bat signal and then he gets hit by a car <laughs> trying to trying to run away across the street. Um, right after that dude gets hit by the car, it kind of the camera pans into like this building and it transitions into a subway shot. So it goes like into the building, down underground, into the subway shot. And well, don't from- forget, um, I had made a point where with this drop head, I didn't want to like escape this point where the drop head looks into that, that just pitch blackness. And mm-hmm. he's so afraid of that because of what time mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. that he he himself like rethinks his whole life and he's like i gotta go that way (laughs) i was so moved by just that amount of fear in this one person that i was like that's a note like that has to be yeah because it's like i said it's his it's batman's name still getting around but it's to the point where people literally are like uh i'm gonna avoid that way altogether like yeah yeah Yeah, i'm gonna take this street over here (laughs) um so after that it goes into the subway and you see a a bunch of gang members um dressed up as icp apparently <laughs> it's fucking insane clown posse just walking they're, around subway i um, think they're supposed to be like the early joker clan like but they don't directly reference it i, yeah, I, I don't know I, it just I looks so like too. it you know so. yeah i assume something they just like let's just put some makeup on some dudes make them look like joker ish <laughs> type, type shit joker um, type beat so it's <laughs> so it's a it's a gang of these dudes they got like white makeup on um they kind of look like fucking um what's that movie dead presidents um 
they're chasing this this nerdy dude gets off the subway um they start chasing him and obviously they're probably going to beat him up they chase him into corners nobody else on the subway apparently there's only the gang and the one dude um they rough him up in the corner and then they're having like this initiation for one of the the younger gang members and they're basically like they they put this dude in the corner and they tell the young guy like all right like your turn like your turn fuck him up like if you want to be part of us like like do your shit down or not no bull like and then um and then this dude's kind of like he's all hesitant like he's just a young kid whatever and like i don't know if he was gonna swing whatever but as soon as he's like getting ready um he's kind of just standing there like thinking about it then then you hear the footsteps Those were heavy ass footsteps. So you know that Pattinson's Batman is wearing like these like metal toed boots that have like <laughs> yeah, for bullet sure. guards on the shin. Like you know that shit's intense. So it's just that um, that that made me scared. I was like, bro, don't come down my hallway like that. That should have break my floor. Like Yeah, so so then he, he walks up to these dudes and this dude's like he the, the main dude looks at him, he's like, Who the fuck are you supposed to be? And then he, he looks at him, he's like He's like, I'm vengeance. And he just starts beating the fuck out of everybody. And he just fucks everybody up. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. And, um... This was kind of like I liked his fighting style in this in this movie. So what I noticed is that yeah, this Batman he don't he very violent, he very brawler. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's because he's still he's learning. Yeah, we can get more into this. Like we can get more into this towards the end. But yes, I want to make that point that yes, this Batman is super fucking violent. Like yeah, he's, not, <laughs> he's yeah. Like when you have those thoughts, like oh, did he kill that guy? No, these are where the thoughts <laughs> come from because this Batman questionably killed a few of these. Yeah, he probably killed some of these people. Um But he yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like ninja-esque like League of Shadows type Batman like fighting style. It was it was very much like just street brawler like I'm just going to punch the fuck out of you and just beat Oh you. no, they Smash they definitely got in. some shots in. Yeah, no, Pattinson <laughs> took a hit a few a few times. He 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 got hurt like for sure. Like so, when they, when they, yeah. yeah so they start beating him up too yeah like he, he does take a couple shots um so basically he beats everybody up um i like his fighting style uh everybody's down except for the kid the, the 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 one that was getting initiated or whatever um the kid looks at him and then he's just all scared and then batman batman just stares at him or vengeance my bad vengeance stares vengeance, at him fucking vengeance vengeance is staying at him and he's like waiting like what are you gonna do kid and this kid's like fuck this i'm gone and he just gets up and goes home and you too when you're watching the movie you're like you're like just go home kid kid go just go home man um so like the the little kid runs away and then the nerd dude is sitting there in the corner still 
um, the one that was getting beat up. And then he's he's also scared of Batman, which I thought was kind of telling. And he was like, so Batman just saved his ass. And then he's like kind of standing there. And then the dude's like, oh, please don't hurt me. Like, like I didn't, you know, like he says, like, don't hurt me. And then Batman's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I just saved you. I, like, I just beat everybody else up besides you, but whatever. Please don't hurt me. Um, it's, it's still one of those things, you know, where you have to attest it to the fact where it's so early in his career and nobody really, no one knows what Batman stands for. He just came up one day and started beating up criminals quote unquote and then whoever yeah. might have and i labeled I, as bad and i think i think yeah i think that was the point of that that line to kind of show that like like nobody still really knows who batman is i mean who vengeance is or what vengeance is Mr. it's just Vengeance. yeah it's just it's just still some guy in a suit just running around um after that it cuts to batman inside of a building and he's walking up to a crime scene and he's trying to get in and all these cops are like hey, hey, hey like what are you doing here man you fucking creep you fucking weirdo like you're dressing tights and shit like what are you doing whoa, 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 whoa. police action he's with me officer are you kidding me sir you're gonna let him in here martinez let him through And nobody, nobody wants to let him in, nope. but Gordon sees him and he's like, oh, he's with me. And then, and then Batman got some clout with Gordon. Apparently he doesn't really explain their background or how they know each other, but apparently they're friends already, I guess. Um, it, there's some established history that we don't know about. They've done like a few cases together. It's like been, it's, it's like Batman's mainly been some muscle that gordon didn't know he needed for the most part up to now so like to get him more on a detective side is very serious especially because we have all these kind of calling cards yeah so it is so he walks in and there's more cops around and like i said it's a crime scene and then you find out it's the crime scene from the first scene in the movie which was mitchell the guy running for for mayor Mayor. that was doing the debate um so it's you get to see the aftermath aftermath of what happened to him after a creepy guy beat him up with the shovel or with the creepy guy with the metal thing. Oh yeah. You see Mitchell's body there. He's sitting in a chair. He has a bag on his head on the bag. It reads no more lies. Um, Opens up. There's a, there's a card there. And it's like a, it's like a birthday card basically. (laughs) And and it, Batman opens it up, and it has a riddle on it. I'm your secret friend. Who? Having a clue? Let's play a game, just me and you. What does a liar do when he's dead? And um, Chief starts. Chief walks in. He starts yelling at Gordon, or the com- commissioner walks in at the time and he starts yelling at gordon he's like he's like hey what the fuck he's like what are you doing like this dude's a vigilante like he can't be here like this is a fucking crime scene and it's he could be the cause of this yeah yeah and it's a politician like what the like what do you like he's like we got hella fucking press downstairs like this is a bad look and and gordon's like and then like right before so he reads the he reads the basically the the riddle on the card i forgot what the riddle was oh it was like what is um 
what does a liar do when he's dead? Yeah, what does a liar do when he's dead? So that was the riddle on the card. And and before anybody get because they're all kind of just looking at it and they're all like, what the fuck? Like, what does that mean? And so like the commissioner walks in, he starts yelling, saying all that shit. And then um he's like, he's like, this dude can't be here. And then like right after he says that, Batman's just like he just cuts in, he's like, he lies still. Wait, he's involved in this? No, he's not involved. How do you know? He's a goddamn vigilante. He could be a suspect. What are you doing to me? We used to be partners. I'm just trying to find the connection, Pete. I lie still. Excuse me? The riddle. What does a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. And then he still lies. And everyone's like, and then, oh, we good. And then they all look at him. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they realize like, oh, he's solving the riddle. Like he just solved it. So what, is a, what does a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, so after that, they kind of just wrap up that thing. Batman leaves. He heads to the Batcave. More narration. And it's just more shots of Gotham City. He jumps on his little, his little Bat motorcycle. And he heads to the Batcave. Um, I gets- will note that this is the most cramped iteration of Gotham I've seen. This is like this Gotham feels suffocating, like mm. in terms of like these shots where it's like establishing and like like we get a lot of open space. I'm not saying it's not there, but I am saying that for a majority of like when we're in Gotham, yeah, it feels very fucking suffocating. Yeah. Um, compared, compared, I mean, just I'm just gonna throw this out there, but compared to like Nolan's Batman, where you have all these skyscraper sweeping shots, it all feels open and like in this huge established district yeah. here it feels like a mesh of buildings that they just kept city planning around and city planning around now it's all just like a dilapidated area you know? so that's kind of that's kind of why i liked this gotham more actually um i personally like this gotham more because it did feel like like a shithole like it felt like bro like gotham's fucking shitty and like i don't want to be here it's all dirty it's all messy it's like just this shitty fucking city and like, I don't want to be here. Whereas like Nolan's Gotham was like, like you said, it was very like spread out. Like the, very street, money. the streets were very wide open. There was like a lot of big cement buildings and like government buildings. It felt like you're on Wall Street or something. Whereas this one felt like you were in the fucking hood of like the fucking Bronx or some shit. So and- I'm not, I'm not going to say that this movie looks cheap because it doesn't. This movie, this movie is a very, very establishing look and it's very uh, astuned. Um, what I'm saying is, is that compared to, to things we've seen before just like in general like the spectrum of like what we expect mm-hmm. financially whatever uh this movie definitely feels you we, we feel that class difference mm-hmm. that is established in so many batman stories where it's like it's clearly the lower class suffering for reasons and this one has such a good way of making that that difference feel like just apparent yeah for sure murder robberies assault Two years later, they're all up. And now this. The city's eating itself. Um, so he has the back cave. He gets there. He starts undressing. Takes out his contacts. He's, he has these special contacts that record audio and video. Um, GoPro lenses, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he got GoPro contacts. Um, this is the first shot you see of Alfred. Alfred shows up. Um, I forget the actor's name. I'm going to look that up right now. Keep going. Um, so Alfred shows up and it's the guy because I was like, I was like, who plays this dude? 
I was like, I was like, where have I seen this guy before? Andy like, Circus. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Andy Circus. And you're like, bro, that's Smeagol. That's <laughs> Smeagol, bro. And you're like, wait, wait. And I was like, yeah, that's that's also he he cloth in Black Panther. Yeah, you're you're like he's in Black Panther. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah exactly. um so yeah that's that's the alfred in this one um i personally liked his alfred i didn't have any any problems with it i, I mean obviously obviously michael kine is like he's like master wine like that's that's classic but that's um, what we expect alfred of the older batman to be that's yeah. not that's not who we need this alfred to be i think this alfred is appropriate i personally even even later in the movie Sorry, there's like a plane going, but um, I don't like the relationship that is forced upon us between mm. Bruce and Alfred. I don't like Pattinson and Circus on screen together. They does it doesn't mesh well to me. Yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. Um, but like this is like you said, this is his he's still new to the Batman role, and he's very this Bruce is very fucking edgelord and like emo and fucking depressed. He's so introverted that yeah. you can't you can't attest it to who Batman yeah. is because later on Batman is even if Batman says he's an he is the social butterfly that he doesn't yeah. want to be. Yeah. And like and like most yeah, this Bruce is like so different compared to every other Bruce. Bruce is like he's like like Bruce is like a playboy, like fucking billionaire. Like he's he's like a he's like the dude. And in this one Bruce is like this fucking emo ass depressed like teenage kid basically like 20 year old kid and like he's still just trying to figure himself out so obviously you see that you can feel that disconnect between him and Alfred you're becoming quite a celebrity why is he writing to you I don't know yet have a shower our accounting friends at Wayne Enterprises are coming for breakfast here why? Because I couldn't get you to go there. I haven't got time for this. It's getting serious, Bruce. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care about that. Any of that. You don't care about your family's legacy? What I'm doing is my family's legacy. So the Riddler is writing to Batman. Um, that's what he finds out through his little lenses. He's like, he's like replaying everything. Um uh offer just starts talking about like that bruce needs to be more more he needs to go outside more and basically like show his face to gotham because like they haven't seen him in so long and like he's like well, saying he's like saying you need to do all this stuff like for the family bu- business and stuff like you're not making any money like your legacy is like the wayne legacy is dying you and, like you're not you're not doing anything and bruce is like he's like i don't care this is, batman is my or vengeance is my legacy now and so like that's where they have like a little argument and then that's when he brings up the he's like you're not my father and then you're like you're like damn 20 minutes in he already brought up the Bro, tw- <laughs> it, it was like the first line that he wanted to drop to alfred like basically i've hated you my whole life like all right like you're like I, damn you already brought that out you're not my I, father line i was like you couldn't say that for act two like come on straight up all right stop you're not my father but um that's that's yeah it, it is the two like i don't i don't really like that pair on screen it just it's so it's not like graining it just it feels as though they themselves weren't comfortable being there like in in those like in that yeah, relationship but i mean maybe um alfred uh 
you cuts to Alfred. He's just figuring out riddles. Um, he's figuring. He's. I guess he got the stuff from the crime scene. He was able to get that stuff. I don't know how Batman, Batman just stole evidence, that shit. But also, <laughs> Batman, had, Batman took evidence. He, well, because also he had ciphers on like the card that he was given, and he had yeah. like, these little notes and ciphers everywhere. So yeah, but the police aren't supposed to give that. To, like they're supposed to keep that shit. But that's what that's what I'm saying. Batman took evidence. So Batman <laughs> definitely stole some of that shit. What are you doing? Just reminiscing about my days in the circus. That's interesting. Um, so after that, um, they're just talking and they're talking about the riddles and whatever, and they're trying to just figure it out. After that, it cuts to the mail's the mayor's garage. Um, Batman's walking inside the garage with uh Gordon, and they're walking through this garage full of cars, and they're trying to find some more evidence or something doesn't really say they're just talking then they stop they see one of the car tires has bloody scissors stuck inside of it and batman pulls it out and attached to it is like a thumb and it's it's, yeah so it's scissors so it's scissors they have to break into the car once they break into the car they find something in the usb port they pull it out and then it's and then batman comically yeah batman holds it up and he's like oh it's a thumb drive (laughs) and it's like fucking stupid what? Some drive. Jesus. It's like just a bloody ass thumb. And these bits of dark humor are so fucking expert. It's great. It's and great. then so like so like they're trying to they're trying to like figure out how to like hack into the little thumb or use the jump thumb drive or whatever. And then like you push on the USB thing. And then Batman's like, here, use this or whatever. And you <laughs> stick the thumb on the little thumb drive thing. And then um, it shows up. Try this. Oh, this guy's hilarious. It opens a, a bunch of files. And it is a bunch of files of Mitchell and the the one who got murdered by the creepy guy in the beginning. Uh, the one that was running for mayor shows a bunch of pictures of him at penguins club and batman brings up that that's penguin and that's his club and basically mitchell was just doing some schemey shit he had a bunch of bitches around him and stuff and he had one in particular well yeah he had one in particular but that girl's name was annika i think yeah so he was with one of the girls uh this girl named annika and then he was just he was just it was just photos it was like leaked photos of like if you see a politician in like a a mobster club and you're like what the fuck like you know oh well 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 so much for family values so like that was the dirt that he got dirt on him (laughs) yeah and um so after that batman or vengeance heads to the club um he knocks on the door and this like this this fucking meathead dude opens it and batman just looks at him he's like you know who i am <laughs> and then the dude's like he's like yeah and then he's like uh what does he say he's like he's like you're gonna let me in or something and the dude's like he closed the door and he like he's like what the fuck no i am yeah i got an idea i want to see the penguin i don't know what you're talking about pal he closed the door he comes back he brings his twin um another meathead and then and then he's like he's like what do you want freak like like get out of here and then he's like i need to talk to i need to talk to penguin or whatever and he's like 
he says something like he's like get out of here before before i spill blood or something something like that and he's like he's He's like, he goes, we'll fill that suit with blood. And yeah, he goes, he's like, who's yours or mine? Yeah, he's like, whose blood? Here's your mine. <laughs> and then um, they're like, what the fuck? And then he just starts beating the shit out of all of them. He just knocks them out. What's the problem? He says he wants to see the penguin. Penguin? You know, penguin here. That's what I tried to tell him. Get out of here, freak. You hear me? That little suit's going to get all full of blood. Mine are yours. And then he so he just walks in the club and then he just starts beating the fuck out of everybody in this club as well. And it's kind of like a John Wick scene where he's just in the in the first John Wick and he's just fucking everybody up in that club. Um Yeah, and they start pulling out guns. They start blasting him, shooting him in the back. So it shows you that this Batman's a little durable, but he still takes hits. Um, he starts, he's still beating everybody up, and then Penguin shows up, and then they talk, and basically Penguin's like, like, come on, like we don't got to do this. Like, just come and talk to me. And so it cuts to them. Um, they're in Penguin's office, whatever, like the top part of the club. Penguin's just sitting there, and... Batman's showing him all the photos and he's asking him about like like what the fuck like like what's going on like what what was Mitchell doing what was he talking about like what's the what why was he murdered what's the story and Penguin's not saying anything he's like he Penguin don't snitch basically and <clears throat> Penguin's like he's like I don't know what you're talking about like there's a lot of people that come in this club like whatever 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 um they're in the middle of talking and then Zoe shows up um she shows up with drinks and she kind of stops and she looks at she looks at batman batman looks at her they exchange like this weird little eye connection and then um she doesn't say anything it's kind of weird and then she sets down the drink and then <laughs> even penguins looking at him he's like uh he's like hello like you can come in like set, set the drink down and she's like all right so then she leaves they're still talking. Uh, Penguin doesn't want to give up any information. He grabs dude. He grabs Penguin. He slams him against the glass and he starts yelling at him. Basically, like, fucking tell me what I want to know. You, you, you have being a snarky bitch, you know. Yeah. Batman's got to rough him up a bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a deal. But, like, even then, we don't get nothing. Like, all right. Like, we get bupkis. Um, also, Penguin. Colin Farrell? Colin fucking Farrell, dude pretty good what the fuck i forgot he was in that movie until like until like after I, I was looking it up just stuff about the movie and i was like bro i forgot that was colin farrell i didn't even realize in what yeah, he was no you can't about. you can't recognize that it's yeah bro movie, like he what? fucking kills that role it's a good role no he definitely does a good job on it like sure. he, like he was just penguin to me in that movie he wasn't like he wasn't bullseye he wasn't fucking phone booth he wasn't anything he was <laughs> <laughs> he was just fucking penguin and he fucking killed that role so shout out to colin farrell man like yeah. like that was legendary um no, he, he was one of the one main features of the movie for sure um 
so yeah, he ends up leaving. Batman's like, all right, I'm not gonna get the, I'm not gonna get any information out of this dude. Um, he ends up leaving. He's like, but I know who maybe I can get information out of, and he follows Zoe to her apartment. Um, still don't know who she is, what she is, whatever the fuck. Um, he just, he's just a creep, and I guess he, I don't know why Batman thought she would know more than she should have. Because well, so he he thinks that she knows more than she should have because of just the initial connection with Penguin. But what happens is he gets to her apartment and he yeah. sees Annika, and he sees yeah. the girl that was in the photos. So he's yeah. like, oh, more evidence. But then yeah, but but before that, like I'm just gonna point out that Batman's a fucking creep, and like he has this connection with this girl, and he, he thinks she's hot. Social skills. <laughs> yeah, he does he, lack social he skills. Lacks like any real social ability. He he thinks this chick is hot, and he's just like, I'm gonna just follow her to the fucking, <sighs> fucking apartment. And so, and oh he's like, goodness. he's like, he's like across from another building, just fucking like just zooming in on her, just scoping her out, and she's all getting changed and shit. No, Bro, he, he was creeping hard. so hard. And that, that's my thing too with Batman. Like, like fuck Batman, first of all. Like Whoa, Batman's a wait. bitch. Like, okay. like, no super, bullshit. like Superman gang out here. And and like and like people always think like, oh, Batman's so cool. Like he's the world's greatest detective. He has all this information that nobody else can get. It's like, yeah, he got that shit because he's a fucking weirdo creep and he has nothing like, else to do better with his life. And he's I just like, a fucking creep. I like the uh the ability to knock down Batman in this movie where they they themselves are like, yeah. World's greatest detective. Yeah. Some hot shot. Like, I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So um, she's getting changed. He sees nice. Annika. Um, he's kind of crushed because he's like, oh, damn, she's lesbian. Like, fuck. And then um, <laughs> and then so she changes into this costume and he's like, what the fuck? Like, wait, where is she going? And so she jumps out of the apartment and she's like all smooth and shit. And she like kind of slides down the fire escape and everything. And then she jumps on a motorcycle and she starts dipping out. And he's like, oh, shit. Well, she's probably he's like, he's just like, I don't know what to think, but she's different. So he fucking gets on his bike and he follows her. Um, she ends up going to she breaks into this house. She's sliding down, gets so in. She breaks into the first crime scene of the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't you don't know that at first, but she breaks. Oh, in. My bad, my bad, she, my bad. Yeah, she's sliding down. And then you're kind of just like, okay, well, she's a robber or whatever. And, she, and then, yeah, she walks in and you see it's Mitchell's apartment from the first crime scene. she finds she knows where this safe is or whatever and she's basically looking for a safe and she it's like behind a painting and she like opens it up she cracks the safe or whatever and she pulls out like this little this little passport or something and then batman shows up and then he's like he's like um he's like oh you're pretty good at that or something says so he says something stupid and she sees him she's like what the fuck like what are you doing here 
pretty good at that. And then they start fighting. Um, they're not really fighting for real. They're just kind of just like tussling. And then she even did this weird ass move where she like jumps into his arms and he just like grabs her and turns around and like throws her on the table. And like, they're both it was like definitely choreographed. It was definitely a, not a fight, more like a, a, yeah. a dance. Yeah. They're like, and then they, they end up like in the sex position and like, he's just nice. like, he's just like mounting her on the fucking table. And then. And then she's, he's like, they stop, they get up and they hear a noise because they, a guard comes in and the guard comes in and then he like grabs her, he like holds her up against the wall and he's like holding her to be quiet. And then, um, and it's like a shot of like, they're standing there for like a good 30, 30, 45 seconds of just like silence of just him holding her against himself. And then, um, guard leaves. He starts asking her like, she's like, what the fuck? Like, get off me. And then. He's like, he's like, what are you doing here? Like, blah, 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 blah. They start talking. Um, she basically explains that she broke into this apartment because um, she's trying to get her friend, her friend's passport and that Mitchell's the one that took it. And um, he was holding it against, he was, he had it against her will basically. And she wouldn't, he wouldn't give her back her passport. I'm here for my friend. She's trying to get the hell out of here. And this son of a bitch stole her passport. What does she know? Whatever it is, it's got her so spooked. She won't even tell me. And he's like, okay. He's like, why? And she's like, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And he's like, she's like, I'm just trying to help my friend. And he's like, okay, well, let's go ask her. So he like holds up the passport and then she's like, all right. So then they both ride back to uh, Catwoman's apartment and they get there and then it's broken into. And you see like a big fucking mess. Everything's all fucking thrown all over the place, whatever, whatever. um the girl's gone annika's gone um so someone broke in there kidnapped her girlfriend and dipped out and catwoman's not too upset she's kind of just like well whatever and then she even says something like i can take care of myself and he's like he's and then you're like apparently not i fucking just raided your apartment and just took your girlfriend but whatever it was pretty bad go ahead um while when they're in there it shows a video uh, oh yeah while they're in there it shows a news video they, it shows that another news broadcast pops up and it's a, a video of the commissioner of the the first commissioner uh, commissioner savage and he was trapped in this cage with a bunch of rats next to his face and they're basically going to eat out eat off his face hello people of Gotham. this is the Riddler speaking on Halloween night I killed your mayor because he was not who he pretended to be. But I am not done. Here's another. We'll soon be losing those. And, um, so Batman's like, oh shit, I gotta go check this out. So Batman dips. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, Batman dips. He shows up to that crime scene with Gordon. Cuts to that, 
and they open up his fucking his mortuary they're in the mortuary whatever he opens up a bag or something and then uh, his body bag and i guess the commissioner savage was killed with rat poison he was injected with rat with arsenic um they they go in through like the evidence whatever and they find another riddle for batman and they find it through like this little rat maze whatever and he's like a black light he gets all the clues whatever more symbols it's another cipher um the clue for this one is or the card it's um or it says like find the rat and bring him into the light and the, so this whole riddle was based on like rats and shit and so so now they're trying to figure out okay like what the fuck like there's a rat we don't really know what he's th- talking about yet um but we need to find a rat or something and bring him into the light whatever that means um, is this where we get the Lorada a lot of line or no not yet not yet okay. um so so right after that batman's like whatever they're just they're still realizing that there's this rid- now i think that's when they first call him the riddler and they say something about like this dude delivering a bunch of riddles and like he's known as a riddler or whatever um after that it cuts into selena selena kyle and He's ba- she's basically talking to Batman and Batman's like, hey, I need you to go undercover at the club 44. And he's like, well, she brings it up. She's like, oh, the she's like the real club. You mean the club within the club? Like, oh, you didn't know. And he's like, he's like, what? No, I don't know. He's he's he thought it was just the Iceberg Lounge, but there's another club within the Iceberg Lounge called Club 44. And that's where the real shit goes down. So he's like, he's like, well, since you know about it, like you have to go undercover and fucking figure this shit out. And she's like, what the fuck? She's like, I'm only doing this for Annika, for my friend. Like, I'm not doing this for you. Just just so you know, Mr. Vengeance. Like, fuck out of here. Um, So he gives the contacts. She has to put on the contacts. And um, yeah, they have the scene where she's like, she's like, you don't even care what happens to me. You're just using me, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he like gets all closer. He's like, he's like, hold on, hold still. He's like, look at me. And then she like looks at him and she thinks he's about to give her like this little kiss or something. And he's like, yeah, it looks good. Contacts look good. All right, you ready to go? Boy, you're a real sweetheart. You really don't care what happens to me in there tonight, do you? And then she's like, all right, whatever, fuck you. Um, she goes to the club. She starts walking in. <laughs> all right, whatever, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to the you club. Go, I'm, I'm loving it. Go. She starts scanning everybody's face. Um, Batman's like, he's like, yeah, you need to look at these people so I can so I can get their faces, basically. So I can get their IDs. Um, so she's just looking at different people, and she's walking through the club, and they're all just catcalling her and stuff. Ah, they're all catcalling her. And then um, she stops by. She sees one guy in the corner. And then she like looks away and she keeps going. And then the Batman kind of notices him. He's like, wait, 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 go back, go back, go back. And she's like, what? She's like, he's like, she's like, do you see that? He's like, you see that? She's like, yes, I saw him. Like he saw me. So obviously like, I don't want to make it obvious. And he's like, no, I need you to go back and look at him. Cause I need to see his face. And she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, all right. But like, if we get caught, it's on your fucking ass. If I look back, it's going to be a whole can of worms. I need to see his face. That's the DA. 
Kill Coulson. And he's coming over. You happy? Talk to him. Uh, turns out to be Coulson. He comes up and he's like, hey, baby, like whatever, whatever. And he's all trying to put the moves on her. And she's like, hey. And he's like, you want to come sit down? Whatever, whatever. They start talking. Um, he tells her that he is the DA. And or she says, like, aren't you the DA? And he's like, yeah, I'm Coulson. And she's like, and he's like, he's like, oh, you see me? She's like, I've seen you on TV. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, come sit down. He's all high as fuck. He got all his friends there. And then he just starts, he just starts spilling the beans about everything. He's bro, like, he, he names off the entire department <laughs> yeah. first. He's all, yeah, hey, this is my buddy Cedric. <laughs> this is Gregory. He's all we all Travis, work in the drug right Yeah. <laughs> we, all, we all do drugs together. It's lit. Like, yeah. Bro. Yeah. He just fucking snitched out his whole crew. And like, I was like, this guy's fucking green. Oh, oh, he's pretty bad at it. Uh, this is Travis. Hey. You want to take a sit over there? Richie, Gwen. Hey. That's half the DA's office. You know Carla here, huh? It's Sherry. Don't mind her. She's just taking a break. Drowning our sorrows. Um, he starts talking about the Moroni case, which is basically the Salvatore Moroni case was one of the big cases that took place throughout the Gotham government maybe like 20 years ago or whatever. And it also involved a bunch of like like mobsters and it was a big just like citywide case that kind of affected this whole city so um, so a little more on that is that the moroni case the moronis had like the whole drug ring industry for the drops they were like the number one in the city mm. when the moronis case happened it was essentially the entire da office going against moroni to put him out so that they could essentially stop the drug trafficking okay but and, and then now it's kind of bleeding into now because now the DA is coming up and the case is kind of resurfacing. Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, so he starts talking about the Moroni case. Um, he even mentions there's a rat. He's like, there's a rat and there was a rat and we needed to whatever, whatever. And she's like, oh, tell me more about the rat. And he's like, basically, there was this rat in the Moroni case and like he sold out everybody. And like he's he's a reason like that rat was the reason like um, a lot of us are in the positions that we're in now. I mean. There was a rat. We had an informant. We had big time information on Salvador Moroni. That's how we got him out of the drops business. He's talking about the Moroni case. But if this guy knows, it's going to come out. And when it does, this whole city's going to come apart. OK, I don't want to hear this. This is the kind of pillow talk that got that Russian girl disappeared. What do you know about that? Does anybody want a drink? I want a drink. And then he mentioned something about Annika and then, or no, no, the girl next to him. She's like, she's like, can we stop talking about all this shit? She's like, I don't like talking about this pillow talk. She's like, she's like, this is the same stuff that got that one girl, Annika fucked up, whatever. And then Zoe immediately snaps and she, or Selena snaps. And she's like, she's like, what, how do you know that name? Like, why'd you say that name? And the girl, yeah. And the girl was like, uh, I'm, I'm, anybody want drinks? Like I'm going to go. And then, so she gets up to go get drinks and then Zoe's like, fuck this. And she starts following her and she's all going to fucking beat her up or something. And then Batman, Batman's like, wait, 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 no, go, go back to the DA. Like that's more important. And she's like, no, fuck that. I'm only here for Annika. Nothing matters. Nothing else matters, but Annika. And then, and then, so she goes up to the girl. She's like, she's like, what the fuck? Like, what do you know about Annika? Where the fuck is she? Like, like, tell me what you know. And this, and this girl's like, this girl's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you're just bringing down my vibe right now. I'm just trying to fucking make money, have fun. And then, so they, they start arguing and then Penguin shows up and another dude shows up known as it scans his face real quick. doesn't say his name, but it does scan his face. And it is Carmine Falcone. 
also known as Falcone in other Batman productions, but they did change it to Falcone in this one for a specific reason, I think. Also played by John Turturro. Yeah, John Turturro, who was, he was the Betty Betty Sneaky from Mr. Deeds. From Mr. Deeds, he was in um, Transformers throughout most, if not all of the movies. He's been in a lot of shit, but yes, those are his most known. Um, he, I, I actually did like his role in this. I thought he, I thought he played this role pretty well um you talk, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. i want you to get through more of the plot um so yeah it's falcone he's just like hey baby haven't seen you around here i haven't seen you around here in a long time whatever whatever and then batman's like what the fuck you know this dude like you have a relationship with this guy and she's like no i don't have really and then so she goes to the bathroom she's like just trying to get away from this guy she goes to the bathroom she starts looking in the mirror and she's talking to bruce through the contacts whatever and he's like you didn't tell me you knew fucking mobsters whatever and she's like i don't know them i just know of them and like i've been around them like obviously I worked here, so I know some of the people. And he's like, he's like, well, it seems like you had a relationship with him, blah blah blah. Batman's like, all fucking jealous. Batman's yeah, but, yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's Batman's jealous. Like, uh, he get he gets no puss. So like, Batman's hella fucking just on edge. Um, no bitches, Batman. No bitches, Batman. You know, Carmine Falcone. I told you it's a mob spot. You didn't tell me you had a relationship with him. I don't have a relationship with him. Okay. That's well, not what it looked like. Wait, what are you doing? No, no. And so she's like, she's like, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. I'm done with these. She takes out the the things, the contacts, and then that's when the camera feed cuts off. Um, after that, it cuts to Coulson and Zoe, and they're walking out of the club. And she's trying to go home. Um, Coulson's like, he's like, hey, you wanna? He's like, what's up? You wanna continue this party with me? And she's like, uh, she sees I... a she sees a dude in the in the side or something. Yeah, she sees something going on, but I don't even think he was trying to be. I think, I think sadly enough, Colson was just trying to be a good guy. I don't even think he was trying to like hit on her or nothing. I think he was just trying to get her her home safe. And that's maybe, but he's right. like, he's like, hey, you want to take a taxi together? And so she's brutal. like, she's like, uh, a taxi? Like, no. She's like, I'm good. And then he's like, oh, all right. And he gets all sad and depressed. <laughs> yeah, he's he like, definitely he went home yeah. sad as fuck. He's like, I'm gonna go home, eat some eat some ramen, and fucking jerk off. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh so he gets he gets in his car and lady stop he gets in his car he's about to leave he's just getting his keys we're about to start his car and then soon as like he bends over to, or he looks to his right and he sees his headrest on this fucking seat next to his passenger seat and he's like what the fuck why is my headrest there and then boom then you see creepy guy with the mask behind him and and at this point i'm pretty sure we know that it's riddler and yeah. um So it's it's Riddler behind him, and he fucking just starts choking him. Um, he or no, he knocks him out with the with the same fucking tool that he beat up Mitchell with. Um, he just starts fucking bashing his head in with this fucking tool, and then it kind of cuts again to him. It's a little more blurry. Uh, shoot, it's a shot outside of the car, so you can't really see exactly. But basically, Riddler's putting this big ass bomb strap 
around his neck. It's a big bomb necklace, basically. And and then so he's obviously prepping him for something. So he puts on the bomb necklace and then it cuts away. Uh, after this, it cuts to Batman. He's in the cave again. He's talking to Alfred. Alfred is saying Batman's all dressed up in like a suit, whatever. And he's like replaying this, the footage of, of, of Selena talking to Falcone. And, and, and he's just like replaying the same fucking thing. He's all jealous still and then um it's like the same line she's like i didn't have a relationship with him yeah yeah he's like like, repeat (laughs) and she's like i didn't have a relationship he's like (laughs) straight up it was so whack i was like batman you're such a fucking simp dog and kind of hard in this one And so, like, he's replaying the same line, and he's going over, but he's dressing like a tux. And Alfred comes up, and he's like, "Oh, you got a new girlfriend over? That's good. Like, I like to see." And he's like, "No, shut up, whatever." And then um, he's like, (laughs) "He's like, oh, well, you're dressed up to go somewhere, so you're obviously gonna make it. Is like, is Bruce making an appearance today somewhere?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah. He's like, they're having a memorial for Mitchell, so he's like, pretty. I'm pretty sure the killer is gonna show up because like they like to show up at the." whatever they get their fucking rocks off like seeing the aftermath of their fucking exploitations yeah, yeah. um so he's like he's like i'm just going basically i'm going for to do detective work um, i'm going for the case yeah so he's like all right he starts he mentions his dad or something he gives him these his shirt his uh shirt cuffs cuff or whatever he, yeah he goes, he you can't some... go without your cufflinks and he goes yeah. what no i'm not gonna take yours and he goes they're your father's they're your gift yeah goes, and he's like why you're right that was perfect so then he goes it shows him he's at the memorial he's getting out of his, his batmobile whatever um and then <laughs> and then you over the bow, and then you see <laughs> and then you see uh falcone walking with a girl and then fucking batman just gets triggered and he thinks it's he thinks, he thinks it's selena he thinks it's selena he thinks it's selena yeah he thinks it's selena but you can't really see it's just this girl that's kind of like her height with the same type of hair she's or whatever like same boots or something yeah it was like, it was like so, her feet or something so so batman gets all fucking his panties in a bunch and he starts chasing after them basically up the stairs and they're all walking into the church or whatever and he then he lines to them dude he's yeah like, yeah I'm he's on a straight, mission, bro yeah. he's like he's and straight. even even penguins like whoa whoa, Bruce Wayne, whoa. Like, yeah. yeah he's just fucking straight beeline straight to them Hey, watch it, fellas. You got the prince of the city there. 
and it's it's Falcon, Penguin, and the girl. And then the girl they stop Random and yeah, fucking girl. Penguin turns around. He's like, whoa, whoa, relax. Like, what's going? Like, are you fucking gonna charge us right now? And then um, Batman like realizes it's not Selena, and he stops and he's like, oh shit, like what the fuck am I doing? And, and Falcone's like, ah, my my lost yeah. son. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah Fal- you're back. Yeah, like, Fal- oh, Falcone's God. like, oh, the prince of the city decided to make an appearance. Blah blah blah. And then he's like, it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's like, I haven't seen you since you were a little boy. And he's like, I remember. And then he still tells a story basically of how Thomas Wayne saved his life. And that um, there was this one night where Falcone got shot in the chest or something. He was like doing this just gang shit and he got blasted in the chest. And he's obviously a mobster. So you can't just like go to the fucking hospital or whatever. So he had to go somewhere. So he was friends with Thomas Wayne. He goes to Wayne's, Wayne's Wayne Manor. And then the door. he showed up at the door all bleeding and shit. Uh, Thomas ends up saving his life, gets a doctor, and they they fucking operate on him right there. And he's like, on I the dinner table. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's telling telling this whole story. He's like, I was on your dinner table bleeding out and fucking your you dad. Remember that? Yeah, he's like, you were up staring at me from the fucking stairs or whatever. And and basically he's just getting his rocks off on like just knowing Bruce or whatever. And yeah. Bruce Bruce is like just kind of just staying quiet. He's like, Yeah, whatever, like fuck you, like you're a bitch still. His father saved my life. I got shot in the chest, right here. I couldn't go to no hospital, so we showed up on his doorstep, operated right on the dining room table. Kid here, he, he saw the whole thing. And then he starts talking about his dad, <clears throat> and he's like, he's like, well, your dad saved me. Shouldn't that mean something? Like, obviously, like I'm some type of like have some type of relationship with you and your family and like i'm not that bad of a guy obviously if your dad saved me and then <clears throat> bruce is kind of just like he's like yeah he says something like um i forgot the line he used um fake it was like it was like a oh oh something like a fake oath or something and he's like yeah i don't believe in your fake oath or whatever. i think i think that comes in later I think that line comes in on on another conversation. But yes, that line, it's about the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah, he says the the Hippocratic Oath, and then Falcone just starts laughing. He's like, he's like, that's a good line. I like that. And then, oh, no, yeah, you're right. I think it is at this point. Yeah, you're right. You don't think that meant something he did then? It means he took the Hippocratic Oath. Hippocratic Oath. That's good. Excuse me. and then yeah and then batman just like whatever and then he walks inside and they they both leave they go inside the memorial they're in the church um at this point batman gets like laser focused now he's trying to find fucking the riddler and so he's like looking at all these different like weirdo white dudes and like all these there's different dudes there at the memorial they're all being weird this one guy's sitting there in the corner he's like he's like the city never cared about me i remember i had a fucking blah 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 blah. and the batman's like oh shit maybe it's this guy and this other guy's like getting carted out and he's all yelling making a noise and they're like bringing him out he's like oh shit maybe it's that guy so batman's like just trying to figure out if the who the riddler is maybe he's here um at this point uh, this dude started this creep like that creepy dude starts talking to batman batman gets saved by bella real this is the first time mm-hmm. she introduces herself and she's the one running for mayor bruce wayne why haven't you called me back i'm sorry i'm bella real i'm running for mayor i wouldn't be bothering you here but your people keep telling me you're unavailable will you walk with me um and she's like hey nice to meet you she's like oh my god bruce wayne she basically says 
she's basically just trying to get money out of out of Bruce. And she's like, she's like, your your family used to do so much for the city. And like they used to have a lot of like foundations and stuff. And like all that kind of just disappeared after after your parents died. And like she's like, I wanna, I wanna bring that back in. I want you to be a part of the city again, type thing. But she's basically just asking for him to be a donor. Uh and then he's like, okay, whatever, whatever. And then she sees the family of Mitchell, the kid, whatever. And she's like, she just stops. She's like, oh my God, I need to go pay my respects. And then she's like, forgive me, I'll, I'll be back. And then Batman's like, okay, whatever. Um, at that point, Bella Real walks over there to the family. Um, and then, boom, instantly just fucking, you just hear the, all this fucking noise in the outside, just like people screaming and like shots and shit, just like... <laughs> And then everybody's well, kind of don't forget don't forget the the little moment he has with the kid. I mean, oh yeah, he like he up. like he like looks at the kid and he's like he kind of has that little moment of like oh like just like a little connection orphans, with him. am I right? Like <laughs> yeah, orphans, am I right? And like yeah, he's like yeah, I I kind of feel where this kid's at. Like my parents got murdered as well. Um, um fucking colson shows up uh well a car basically you start hearing all this noise outside and then you see this fucking car just fucking suv just ran ram straight through the doors of the church and just towards all these fucking people and towards the kid actually and uh batman runs over there he saves the kid he grabs the kid he jumps out of the way um the car busts in the church just starts like running people over and fucking knocking over all these all these chairs and shit And then um, the car crashes and Coulson pops out and Coulson's all fucking bloody and shit. And he has the big ass bomb thing strapped to his neck. And then one of the cops is like, oh, my God, he has a bomb strapped to him. And then Coulson has a phone taped to his hand and he has this mouth strap on and the phone starts ringing. Um, after that, it cuts to it cuts to something else, but it wasn't something important. So I didn't really take it. I didn't really take notes on it, but. It cuts to something else and then it goes back to that shot. And basically, so Colson's there. He's sitting in a chair and the phone's ringing. And then they're basically, they were all waiting for Batman. Oh, because, oh yeah, yeah, because Colson gets out and it says he has like a, le- a thing on his chest and it says for Batman. So, so Bruce is there, but Bruce has to leave and come back as Batman. So, so that's why it cuts. It cuts to colson yeah it's later like bruce left to go change basically there's like a bomb area set up we have like swats everywhere making sure that civilians are safe there's like media coverage it's it's a whole like 12 yards now yeah so um let me turn up the so basically mitchell's sitting there in a chair he still has the bomb strapped to him he has his phone the phone's ringing he has a card taped to his chest and Batman, Batman shows up. You hear the footsteps. And Batman comes up. He grabs the, the phone's ringing. He grabs the card off his chest first. He opens it. And it says something like, uh, riddle me this. Or I don't know. Something, something like he has to, something about riddles.
and the phone's ringing. He answers the phone and then it's a FaceTime with Riddler and Riddler is basically saying, he's like, let's play a game. He's on his jigsaw shit. And he's like, okay, let's play a game. Colson, you have to solve three riddles and he starts a timer and he's like, and if you don't solve the three riddles after before this timer, you're going to die. And Colson's like, what the fuck? And Colson's like, well, I don't really have a choice. Like he can't say yes or no. So he just fucking, he's like, all right, whatever. So, well, the, the main thing is that Riddler is if you say the name of the rat, we can we can either A let it go or B you can try to solve the riddles. Yeah, so then, so I can't do it. It's yeah, bigger the, than me. Like, yeah, the first the first riddle was I don't remember the exact riddle, but it was like justice. And then the second riddle was um was how much he was basically asking him how much do you how much is how much, how much make selling out info yeah like, like like what is the bribe what is your bribe amount and so basically riddler's just trying to show everybody in the audience and like everybody in the public that this dude's fucking dirty and and he's like so what's your bribe amount he's like he's like ten thousand dollars like they pay they pay me ten thousand dollars basically to like let some cases slide and like basically just to not charge certain people oh god bribes he's asking how much it costs for you to turn your back <laughs> 58 seconds! How much? Nothing! How much? 10 grand! 10 G's a month, I get a monthly payment just not to prosecute certain cases. What cases? You didn't ask me that, come on! 10,000 a month. And then he's like, okay, well, third riddle. And he's kind of just fucking with him and wasting his time. And like the time's going down faster and faster. And Colson's like fucking freaking out. But to be fair, Colson doesn't solve any of these on his own anyways. Batman fucking solves all three of them. But, um, so Colson would have died anyways, but but the third riddle was, yeah, he's like, give up the rat. Who was the rat in the Maroney case? And and that's when Colson's like, oh, I'm not going to fucking. He's like, nah, I can't do that. And he's like, he's like, this is the one line I can't cross. He's like, this is bigger than me. Like, he's like, if I give this up, then it fucking everything goes down. The rat, the informant you all protect from the Salvatore Maroney case. How do you know about that? What's his name? 20 seconds. No. He's going to kill you. I'm a dead man either way. You're talking to a dead man, okay? If I go out this way, it's just me. But if I give over that name, I have family, people I love. They'll kill them, too. Well, people are watching. What people? So much bigger than you could ever imagine. It's the whole system. And he's like, yeah he's like it's the whole system he's like it's it's bigger than you can ever imagine and then batman's like what the fuck he's like just give up the answer and and colson's like nah he's like i have i have a family i have friends like it's way bigger than me and then yep like you said basically deuces and then time runs out fucking just his head explodes and the bomb blows up and then it blasts batman back he gets blasted back by like fucking 10 feet or whatever and then basically knocks him out um vengeance ends up waking up and he's surrounded by a bunch of cops interrogation room and they're all the there's like 50 cops around him in this one tiny ass room and they're all like they wake him up because they're like they're like i wonder who's under the mask and they're like we should just take it off him one guy starts to take it off and batman's like what the fuck he's just like gets up and starts beating up these cops you're protecting this guy jim he interfered in an active hostage situation. Colson's blood is on his hands. Maybe it's on yours. And like fighting him off. And then um, 
basically they're all pissed off at him. They want to lock him up. They're like, yo, yo, relax. Like you are an, an accessory to murder right now. Like you're an accessory to this fucking, to the DA, to the murder of the DA. And, and then Batman's like, he's like, he's like, who's really the problem here? Is it me? Or is it, he's like, Colson obviously had information that he didn't want to give up. And he said, it's the entire system that's corrupt basically. And he's like, so who's at fault for this? Is it me or is it you? And then the, the commissioner or whatever, he's like, he's like, Hey, watch your mouth, man. And then everybody just starts getting tension, starts rising. And Batman's like, he's like, he's like, I, I got you on for assaulting a, an officer right now. He's like, you got me for assaulting three officers. And then, so everybody just wants to fuck. Everybody's just heated and he's going to start fighting again. Then Gordon's like, relax, relax. And Gordon's like, Hey, He's like, give me 30 minutes. Give me, give me some time with him. And I promise you, I can get him to cooperate. And then everybody's like, you really going to put your life, your job on the line for this fucking freak dressed up in a costume running around. And he's like, he's like, I promise I can get him to cooperate. And he's like, all right. So then they give him a room. They go into inter- interrogation room. Like you said, I don't, I didn't know why they would. Apparently Gordon has some pull because this wouldn't happen with in real life at all. They'd have been like, no, throw, throw both of you guys in jail. Like Bro, you got, you got like. 40 other dudes there of yeah. the same rank as Gordon, basically. Yeah. And all of them are just like, all right. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. But so Gordon goes over there and he starts talking to Batman. They're kind of whispering. He's like, all right. Basically, he gives his plan. He's like, he's like, we got to get you out of here. And he's like, um, he's like, I'm going to give you this key and it's going to exit this this door right here and you're going to run out. And he's like, well, how am I? How you, you, they're going to see you giving me the key. And he's like, well, no, you're going to take it because you're going to fucking punch me. And then he's like, ah, all right. And then Avi Gordon's doing that that funny face where he's like trying to like, like this weird ass fucking thing. He's one of the guys that got into it with at the Iceberg Lounge. Who do you think? Kinsey Moon Knights for the Penguin. No, I'm Moonlight's just a cop. And then, uh, so he takes the key, Batman punches him, knocks him out, and then he dips out and all the cops are chasing him. Now Now it's basically Gotham City PD versus Batman and the entire city versus Batman. Um, Batman runs up, they're all fucking shooting at him. He goes to the top of the building, he puts on his wingsuit and he jumps off the top of the building and he starts wingsuiting through the city to escape. realistically unless batman was a professional at wingsuiting he would have most likely just took like went like 30 feet and then smacked right into a building just got sucked up by the air and just and been fucking bat juice all over the side one of those buildings but but he he wingsuits down he pops his parachute he does it under a bridge and he gets fucking caught hits a bus and boom 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 boom, he tumbles um he kind of gets wrecked right there After that, he meets up with Gordon on the roof, um, and they're just talking about how big this thing is, whatever, and they're just trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Then it cuts to Kat. She's stealing some money. Oh, it's raining. This is the raining scene when they go to the car. 
she's at the car she's trying to steal a bag of money she's beating up these dudes they're standing outside they're outside somewhere like at the docks or something um and then batman shows up and they're like talking he's like he's like these are some dangerous dudes you're stealing from and she's like she's like whatever like i'm gonna still gonna whatever and she opens up the duffel bag annika's in there and she's fucking dead so you know annika's no more dangerous crowd you're stealing from jesus this how you get your kicks, hun? Sneaking up on girls in the dark? Is that why you work in the club? It was all just a score. You know, I would love to sit and go over every gory detail with you, fat boy. But, uh, those assholes are coming back. Um, right after they see that, um, Penguin comes out with a bunch of goons and they just start fucking shooting at them. They just start spraying it up and they're trying to kill both of them. Um, Batman gets knocked out. Uh, Penguin walks up. He's about to, he's about to kill both of them. And then the fucking Batmobile, that's when it shows the cuts to the Batmobile and it's sitting in the side and the, the engine starts revving the blue fire. And then it's just like, just screaming. That's when the Batmobile is just fucking screaming. And then, then he, like, he just, darts to him and then he just stalls his car that was kind of weird to me um you said he was like trying to scare him with his car i guess or, like intimidate like give him a chance to run I guess. but it was just it was just funny because like he was it was like hyping up the the engines all revving all out and then like he starts it and then just man and just stops right there and i was like all right After that, Penguin gets in a car. He starts running. Uh, they're all chasing him. So now Batman's chasing Penguin through the city. Um, they're they're on this big freeway chase, and they're going across the different lanes and shit. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, they end up jumping over some some tankers, some fucking gas trucks. They explode. Penguin's like, I got him. He thought he got him in the fucking chase, and. And fucking Batman just shows up, jumps through the fire, fucking gets his ass, ends up like pitting him, and then he ends up walking up to Penguin. Penguin's all fucking all wrecked, and he just pulls him out. So now cuts to Penguin, Batman, and Gordon, and they're interrogating him, and they're trying to figure out, all right, what's going on? And um, Penguin's basically like, he's just fucking like mocking them. He's like, bro, I didn't do any of this. Like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. This is when the... Oh, I think right before it shows Catwoman stealing the money and she finds Annika, right before that, that's when Alfred is telling Batman about the Rata Delata, Rata Delata, whatever. Hmm. And so they know that there's a rat with wings, basically. And that's that's part of the clue. So they're asking Penguin. They think it's Penguin. Like, Penguin, you're the fucking rat with wings. Like... Like, you're part of this clue that Riddler is leading us to. And Penguin's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, he's like, I've never snitched on anybody. I don't know what the fuck. And then he's like, 
And then he just starts, he starts busting on them for like their Spanish. He's like, Rata Elada. He's like, you don't know the difference between La and El, like El Rata and La Rata. And then that's when it goes, uh, Batman <clears throat> figures it out. He's like, oh, you are El or something like that. Well, you El Rata Elada. El Rata Elada? Yeah, rat with wings, a stool pigeon. That's not you. The symbol's in the maze right here. It says, you are El Rata Elada. You are El Rata, it says that? Why, you got something to tell us? Yeah! like the voice Spanish I have heard. What? It's La, La Rata. What is this, Riddler stupid or something? Jesus, look at you two. World's greatest detectives. Am I the only one here knows the difference between Al and La? Jesus, no habla espanol, fellas? Do me a favor, shithead, shut up. And basically, he needs to type in Rata Lata on the, on the computer, the URL. Takes him to another screen where uh, Riddler's chatting with him, um, and he tells him that his next victim, or if he wants to find out more information, he needs to go to the orphanage and the old orphanage that Thomas, the Wayne Foundation, had set up. And um, so Batman's like, "All right, so whatever." They leave Penguin there. They dip out to the orphanage, and they see they get there. They see fucking dropheads there. They go to this door. There's a big door that says where it all began. They walk in there. There's a video playing of Thomas Wayne's, like, I don't know if it's his acceptance speech or one of his speeches or whatever when he was about to become mayor. And he's basically talking about the Gotham Renewal Fund. And he's like, the Gotham Renewal Fund is like part of my plan. It's going to help out the city. It's going to do a lot of good things for the city, blah, 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 blah. To announce not only my candidacy for mayor, but also the creation of the Gotham Renewal Fund. Win or lose, the Wayne Foundation pledges a $1 billion donation to start a charitable endowment for public works. I want to bypass political gridlock and get money to people and projects who need it now. Like these children Sins of the Father. Renewal is about growth. It is about planting seeds and renewing Gotham's promise. Visited upon the sun. Jesus, his next victim is Bruce Wayne. Um, that's when they figure out that the next victim is going to be Bruce. And so Riddler now wants to kill Bruce Wayne. He's like, for my final victim, whatever, it's going to be Bruce. And so, so Bruce realizes like, oh, shit. Riddler's going to be after me. So he runs, he rushes home to go tell Af Alfred to like, be careful, whatever. And that's when you see the scene of Alfred getting the mail and there's a letter to Bruce Wayne. Um, it says it's a, like an explosive package. It says fireproof on it. And then um, there's another box. Well, there's a card that says to Batman. And then there's a box that says to Bruce Wayne, whatever um, in the box there's a C4. Basically Alfred realizes it's a bomb. He gets it. He fucking throws it across, but it blows up the whole fucking, the whole building, whatever. About an hour ago. I'm so sorry. I've been trying to reach you. The package was intended for you. It was a C4 explosive sent in the mailer. We found this too. Uh, Batman's all fucked up because Alfred's in the hospital, whatever. Selena ends up calling Bruce with the contacts. And she's like, hey, are you still there? She's like, hey, can you meet me on the roof? Like, I need to talk to you. He gets there. She starts talking about 
that she's figuring out more information. She kind of knows what she needs to do. She needs to uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. This thing goes deeper than whatever, whatever, whatever. She's kind of getting on the same page as Batman now. Um, they end up talking about Falcone. And she mentions, this is when she tells her whole backstory of how Falcone is her dad. And her mom used to work at the Club 44. And he got her pregnant. And they had Selena. And her mom got strangled. She didn't know who strangled her mom but her mom was strangled. And then when they took her away, um, he didn't even like try to help or whatever. And she's like, yeah, he owes me money. He owes me everything, blah, 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 blah. Like she never even, he never even give a fuck about me. Like I raised myself basically. Um, Batman's like my bad. Like, like I see where you're coming from now. Um, after this, it cuts to Riddler. He's playing a video. Um, oh yeah. It cuts to another news, news broadcast and it's Riddler live streaming. And he's basically talking about how Thomas Wayne, it shows all these, these news clips about how Thomas Wayne was hiding dirt and his Bruce's mom was going, uh, what Martha, Martha was like in and out of like psych wards and shit. And she was all going crazy and she was all fucked up, whatever. And so, uh, that Thomas Wayne was just basically they had a bunch of dirt on the Wayne family and they weren't as pristine as everybody thought they were. And the Arkham's Gotham's founding families. But what is their real legacy? 20 years ago, one reporter set out to uncover the dark truth. He found shocking family secrets. How when Martha was just a child, her mother brutally murdered her father, then committed suicide. And how the Arkham's used their power and money to cover it up. How Martha herself was in and out of institutions for years, and they didn't want anyone to know. Thomas Wayne tried to force this crusading reporter into a hush money agreement to save his mayoral campaign. But when the reporter refused, Wayne turned to longtime secret associate Carmine Falcone and had him murdered. The Waynes and the Arkhams. Gotham's legacy of lies and murder. Um, and then, oh, and then he got a reporter killed and um, to hide the information. And then Bruce is like, what the fuck? So Bruce is figuring out all this shit. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's like, I'm going to go see Falcone because Falcone's the only one that knows really probably what the fuck is going on. And so he goes to see Falcone. He goes up. He has that scene again where he goes to the door. The door dudes are all fucking beat up. And he's like, hey, do you know who I am? And then the door guys, he's like, oh, shit, like it's Bruce Wayne. What's up, dog? <laughs> and then so he opens the door. He brings his twin again. And he's like, I told you it was him. And they're like, what the fuck? So they let him in. Um, he goes to see Falcone. Falcone's just being a fucking douchebag. He's like, he's like, oh, I wonder who and what's what's up with the guy that first invented the ball? Like, where's that guy at? And like, he's just being a fucking douchebag. And um, so Bruce walks in. Falcone's like, all right, guys, like everybody leave. We're going to talk. Um, this is when Bruce just starts asking him. He's like, hey, was it true? All that stuff that came out about that Riddler just put out, like, is all that stuff true about my mom, about fucking like my dad getting this guy killed, blah, 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 blah. Falcone ends up telling him the story that it is true about the dirt, about Martha. Martha was going crazy. She was all fucked up. The dad, Thomas, was trying to protect their image. So he hired falcone to scare the reporter to not put the story out but the reporter wasn't going for it so falcone was like you know when 
when fear doesn't work, you have to take things a little further, whatever. So basically Falcone killed him. And that's when, um, after he killed him, Thomas was, he said that Salvatore had Thomas and had his parents killed because, because Maroney thought that since now Falcone helped out Thomas, that Thomas was now going to be in Falcone's pocket. And Maroney was like, nah, like I'm the big dog. Like, like nobody's going to follow you Falcone. Like everybody follows me type shit. And so he says that Maroney had his parents killed because of that. Look, your father was in trouble. This reporter had some dirt, some very personal stuff about your mother, family history. You know, everybody's got their dirty laundry. That's just how it is. But you don't want none of it coming out, not right before the election. Your father tried to pay the guy off, but he wasn't going for it. So he came to me. I never seen him like that. He said, Carmine, I want you to put the fear of God in this guy. And when fear isn't enough, oh, no. do me a favor. Don't lose any sleep over it. This reporter was a, a lowlife. He was on Maroney's payroll. Maroney. Oh, yeah. You can never stand your father and I had history. Uh, and after what happened with that reporter, Maroney was worried that your father would be in my pocket forever. He would have done anything to keep him from becoming mayor. And then so now Bruce is all fucked up still. He's like, what the fuck? I didn't know about any of this. And now he goes to Alfred. Alfred's on the fucking his hospital bed. He's asking him all this shit. He's like, why don't you tell me about my dad? He was a fucking criminal, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, so then Alfred tells him the truth. Alfred busts out. He's like, no, this isn't. He's like, that's not really what happened. He's like, basically what happened. Yes, your mom was crazy. A lot of dirt coming out. Your dad loved you guys. He loved his family. He was trying to protect you guys. He did hire Falcone in a moment of weakness to scare this reporter. Falcone took it too far. Falcone ended up killing this guy. Then your dad was all fucking depressed and beat up about it. And then he's like, but he's like, I'm pretty sure Falcone had your dad killed, basically. But when Falcone told him what he'd done, your father was distraught. He told Falcone he was going to the police. They would confess everything. And that night, your father and your mother were killed. So Batman doesn't know what to think. He's like, whatever. He he assumes Falcone killed his dad at this point. He still doesn't really know. Alfred's like, he's like, if I knew exactly how it happened or who did it, he's like, that's like the million dollar question. Like, he's like, I've been thinking about that since the day that it happened. Like, I don't know. And so they just had this moment, whatever. They start holding hands. He's like, yeah, I'm, he's like, I've never been more scared. Thought I was going to lose someone again. Blah, blah, blah. I love you, Alfred, type shit. Uh, Batman signal shows up. They're in the hospital. Batman's like, oh, shit, I got to go. So he dips out. Um, him and Gordon show up. And they're like, what the fuck? You didn't, call, you didn't put out the signal? He's like, no, you didn't put out the signal? He's like, what the fuck? So they go out there. It's Catwoman. She's beating the fuck out of Kenzie. Um, one of the earlier dudes that they were saying he beat up his nose, whatever. Or he busted his nose. Um, 
she's just beating the shit out of Kenzie and she's like, they show up and they're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? And she's like, she's like, I fucking caught him. This is the guy that fucking killed Annika. Like, I know it's him. And they're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, here, look, she left me a voicemail. She throws her phone at Batman. Batman grabs the phone. He plays the, the voicemail. It goes back to uh, when they were in the apartment, whatever. And Falcone is having a conversation with Falcone is having a conversation with Kenzie. I mean, with Annika and Kenzie. And basically he starts asking her, what do you know? What did Mitchell tell you? And then she's like, I don't know. She just said, he just said that you're an important guy and you, they made a deal with you and that you're, you're very important. And you're the reason why a lot of them have jobs. I gotta know. What did he tell you? He, he just said, he made a deal with you. Oh, he told you about that, huh? The deal. He said, you gave some information and some drops thing and that's how he became mayor he said you were a very important man right mm-hmm. oh, okay and he's like oh he told you about that or then it's it cuts to, or you can hear him strangling her basically and annika's dying in the back uh phone hangs up Catwoman wants to kill Kenzie. They're still on the roof. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill this dude. Batman's like, no, don't do it. You're not going to be any better than everybody else. She's like, I don't give a fuck. She's like, she's like, he's like, you only have one life to live or something. Or he's like, he's like, don't, don't ruin this life that you have or whatever. And she's like, don't worry. Don't worry, sweetie. I got nine of them. And she like fucking kicks Kenzie off the roof and he starts falling and Batman saves him. She dips. She's like, I'm going to go kill Falcone. Fuck you guys. Y'all are too pussy. Um, Kenzie, they bring up Kenzie. Kenzie starts telling Batman and Gordon that Falcone was the real mastermind of the, he was behind this whole renewal fund plan. Basically when Thomas Wayne died, um, he, everybody was fighting for that, for that money because they had nowhere to go. It was just this big fund of money. And so everybody was trying to get in on it. And Falcone masterminded this whole thing where he took out Thomas Wayne, he took out Maroney and he put a bunch of politicians in power and he took all the money and like, like he's been basically he says he's been mayor of gotham for the last 20 years um yeah uh cat selena goes to kill falcone she dresses up as like a fucking dancer or whatever she gets a meeting with him she's like hey she goes to the club she's like tell i need to speak with falcone they're like what are you talking about? like who the fuck are you she's like tom it's about annika they're like okay whatever i guess you can come in she comes in she's just she starts she sees him she's like i need to talk about annika she starts crying and she's like, she's like, I haven't seen Annika in so long. She's just playing this part, pretending like she's all distraught or whatever. And, and fucking lady stop. And Falcone's like, oh, whatever. She's about to pull out the gun and shoot his ass. And then that's when one of the helpers comes in and he's like, he's like, sir, sir, you need to see like something's happening right now. You need to see what's going on. Basically while she was there, Batman showed up. He started fucking everybody up. Um, he cut out the lights. Um, yeah, he starts fucking everybody up. Everything starts going crazy. Uh, Catwoman, Falcone's talking to his guys in the other room. Catwoman walks over there. She pulls out the gun. She's like, fuck it, I'm going to kill him. She's like, aims a gun at him. She's like, hey, do you remember my mom? Whatever. And he's like, yeah, I do. And she's like, all right, this is from my mom, bitch. I'm going to kill you, bang. Hey, Dad. What? I'm Maria Kyle's kid. You remember her? Yeah. 
Just put down the gun. Honey. This is for my mother. And she shoots, but Batman cuts out the lights at that moment. She misses the shot. Um, then it cuts to Batman. He's beating up a bunch of people. It's just shots of him just going through the elevator and fucking everybody up. And basically, he's trying to get to Selena before she can kill Falcone. And then it cuts back to Selena and Falcone, and they're fighting, and she's fucking everybody up up there. And then he ends up, but he ends up getting this thing. He smacks the shit out of her. She falls to the ground. She drops the gun. He gets on top of her. He starts choking her out. He's like, he's like, really? My own blood? I'm going to have to kill you just like I killed your mother, blah, 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 blah. And then right when he says that, he's choking her out. Batman shows up, fucking knocks him out, knocks him to the side. He's lying on the ground. Selena gets up. She grabs the gun. She's like, fuck this. I'm going to still shoot this dude. And Batman stops her. He's like, no, don't do it. Like, and he just gives her the speech about how she needs to be better or whatever, whatever. She's like, he says like, she's like, he needs to pay for this or someone needs to pay. And he's like, you've paid enough. And then she's like, fuck. He has to pay! You don't have to pay with him. You paid enough. And then so she doesn't shoot him. Um, uh, that's Batman. He's taking out Falcone. He's bringing him out of the club. They're arresting him, basically. Um, he shows up with him and Gordon. And he's like, he's like, you boys in blue, I, they didn't tell you, like, all you guys work for me. And then Gordon's like, well, not all of us. He opens the door. It's a bunch of cops out there. They're waiting to fucking arrest him. And then he's like, all right, whatever. He's still not scared. He's like, he's like, I own this city. Like, nothing's going to, like, I'm just going to get out. I'll see you when I get out, he says. And then so he's standing outside. They're about to arrest him, put him in the car. Um, he's standing outside of the club. Penguin walks up. Penguin just starts fucking yelling at him. He's like, hey, you fucking rat. And then <laughs> and then fucking Falcone turns around. He's like, what the fuck, Oz? He's like, who are you talking to me right now? He's like, you're just a fucking gimp in a suit. Like, you're nobody. Mind. Is there anything else you wish to tell Goddamn rat. What'd you say? Enjoy your night at Blackgate, Carmine. It'll probably be your last. Oh, so you're a big man now, Oz, huh? Maybe I am. Really, Oz? Because to me... You always just a gimp in an empty suit. I'll spray paint your ass! What are you doing? How do you shoot? How do you shoot? And then he's like, he's like, at least I'm not a rat. And they start yelling and start arguing. And then Penguin pulls out a gun. He's about to blast him. And then fucking um, right when he pulls out the gun, someone shoots at fucking Falcone and Falcone's dead. So someone sniped him. And then you see he's under the light. He brought the rat, Batman brought the rat out into the light. As soon as he did, Riddler was across in a different building, fucking sniped his ass. Um, they realize it's a Riddler. They see the window from across the street where the gun, the gun is. They run up to the room. Um, they, he's not there, but one of the cops is like, hey, we just got a tip from one of the neighbors. They said they saw this dude running from the building and he went into a diner right, right across the street. And it's like, all right. So then they go to the diner and fucking Riddler sitting there. This is the first time you see Riddler without his costume. And it is Paul Dano. And he is sitting there at the diner and he's like, hey, guys, he's like, I just ordered some pancakes or whatever, whatever. And they're and they're like. Um they take his id and it has two different ids of him and they're like which one is this and he's like i don't know you tell me and they're like good and they slam his face on the thing and they're like you're coming with us asshole
just ordered a slice of pumpkin pie. Stay still! Now! And then they're like, all right, whatever. So they take him and then it pans to his cup and it's a cappuccino and it has a question mark in there. So it confirms that it's Riddler. Um, after that, they go back to his place. They're searching his place. That's when it gives a bunch of bunch of back info about Riddler. Um, Riddler was a kid in an orphanage and he just has a lot of bent, bent up fucking anger and fucking hate and shit. Um, they're just going through a lot of backstory and just reading through his journals and his diaries and shit. And at that point, Riddler calls, I guess they get a call from Riddler and Gordon's like, Hey, Riddler wants to see you. He's at Arkham. So after that cuts to Batman, he goes to Arkham Riddler's sitting there. This is the first time Batman and, and Riddler meet face to face. Um, he Riddler's in his fucking, he's in his jumpsuit or whatever with he's handcuffed and Batman's across from the, in the window. He starts talking about this at this point is when he starts talking about Bruce. He starts bringing up Bruce. He's like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. And so like fucking Batman looks at the cameras. He's like, oh, shit, they're watching us like they can hear. Us. So he's like, he thinks he's going to give up his, his identity right now. And then Riddler just goes on this whole fucking tirade about like how his whole plan and like him and Batman are like one in the same. Batman inspires him. Batman is the reason that he does this stuff. And he's like, he's like, you and I are like one in the same, like we wear the mask because that's our true selves. Like, like the person under the mask isn't really us. Like, this is what makes us feel comfortable and safe, whatever. Do you know what being an orphan is? It's 30 kids to a room. 12 years old and already a dropout numbing the pain. You wake up screaming with rats chewing your fingers and every winter one of the babies die because it's so cold but oh no let's talk about the billionaire with the lying dead daddy because at least the money makes it go down easy doesn't it bruce way He's the only one we didn't get. And then he says how he's like, but the last person that we didn't get was Bruce Wayne. And that's when that's when Bat Batman realizes like, oh, shit, he doesn't know that it's me. Like he he still hasn't put one in. He still hasn't put two and two together. He thinks I'm just Batman. He doesn't know that I'm actually Bruce Wayne. So he's like safe, basically. And then um that's when Bruce kind of feels a little more comfortable. So he, so he starts calling out Riddler. He's like, he's like, bro, you're fucking crazy. Like, he's like, we're not the same. Like, you're you're just a piece of shit. You're a psycho, blah, blah, blah. And then fucking Riddler starts freaking out. He's like, no, no, this is not how it's supposed to go. He's like, no, we were, I had it all planned out. You and I were going to sit here. We were going to be here together and we were going to watch everything happen. And he's like, and then he realizes Batman's not on his side and that Batman's more sane than he is. 
and he just starts singing Ava Maria. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you haven't even, he's like, if you think you can stop what's to come, like you haven't even realized blah, 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 blah. He's like, I thought you, you were smarter than you actually are. It was all there. You mean you didn't figure it out? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. I guess I gave you too much credit. What have you done? What's black and blue and dead all over? If you think you can stop what's coming. And Batman's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I laid out everything for you. And like, you still haven't, you don't even know what's about to happen. And then so Batman's like, fuck. So he goes back, he realizes there's something else that he's missing. He goes back to the crime or he goes back to his fucking the crime scene or wherever he goes back to. Oh, he goes back to Riddler's house. And he cop comes in, he starts having a conversation about the tool that he used to kill Mitchell. Tool was actually a carpet tool um, made for stripping carpets, whatever. And so then that's when Batman realizes like, oh shit, maybe this was, maybe he used this for a reason. So then he sees the carpet under him. He like moves everything out of the way. He strips off the carpet. And then that's when there's a big ass diagram of the, of Gotham city. And there's a bunch of like little lights set up. basically riddler tells him it's a it's a diagram for a bunch of explosive vans and they're set up around the city and they're all going to blow up and it's going to flood the entire city um oh it has it has a word on it has a phrase on there and that's when he he enters the the phrase into the computer on that diagram and that's when riddler gives a video about his whole plan or whatever and he has a bunch of proud boys with him there they all got their guns ready and they're gonna fucking kill everybody um after this mayor-elect bella real is holding a rally she is at, at in fucking madison square garden basically and everybody's outside and they're all fucking at the political rally and they're all just fucking out in the streets and everybody's out in the streets for some reason it's perfect timing and at this point all the fucking things start blowing up so the city's flooding so now everybody's outside and they're stuck in the city nobody can go anywhere Catwoman's there she's trying to leave she's like i'm trying to get out of the city and they're like no you can't go anywhere everything's flooding like what the fuck are you talking about they're like you need to go inside the the garden like everybody else so everybody goes inside um they get their gordons there he's protecting the mayor elect bella real starts arguing she's like i need to help i need to tell the people that everything's gonna be okay blah 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 she goes out on stage um, at this point, you see all of Riddler's goons. They're all on top of the, the rafters or whatever. They're all set up. They all have the rifles. They're ready to get the party started. And basically, Bella Real walks out there. She's like, hey, everybody listen. Like, everything's going to be okay. Blah, blah, blah. Boom. And she gets fucking, she gets fucking sniped with a, with a rifle shot. Get you out, Miss Real. I'm not going anywhere. We're under attack, man. Exactly. It's the problem with this city. Everyone's afraid to stand up and do the right thing. But I'm not. Excuse me. Ma'am. Everyone, everyone, if I could 
that's when everything just starts going crazy. Gordon rushes over. He grabs her. He pulls her to safety. Um, at this point, all those dudes at the rafters, they're all just shooting at everybody below them. Um, Gordon's like, fuck, we're all dead. And then at this point, Batman glass breaks in at the top of the building. Batman jumps in. He comes in and that's, he just starts fucking everybody up. He starts beating up all of, all of Riddler's goons. Um, he beats up pretty much all of them. He has a cool fight scene of him like flying across to the different rafters and fucking everybody up. Um, he sees, he gets to like one of the last guys and this guy has a fucking 12 gauge. He grabs it, turns around, blasts Batman right in the chest. Batman's about to fall off the thing and he's hurt badly. And then dude walks up. He kind of staring at Batman. He's like, Oh shit. I won. Like I'm the last guy and I just beat Batman. He fucking empties the, the barrels. He pulls out two more, two more shells, puts them inside his thing. He puts up the, the shotgun right to fucking Batman's face. And he's like, all right, this is it. And he's about to shoot him in the head. And that's when Catwoman busts in. She drops from the sky. She beats up that guy. And then, so like she pulls a Batman, they're safe. She's hugging him. She's like, oh my God. She starts kissing him, whatever. She's like, I love you type shit. She's like, I love you, bitch. And then he's like, he's like, well, I love you too, bitch. And then um, the dude that she beat up wakes up again. He starts grabbing her. He's trying to beat her up. Batman sees this. Then he randomly pulls out a shot of adrenaline and he fucking sticks it in his leg. And then he just goes ape shit on that dude. And he starts beating the fuck out of that dude. He starts bashing that dude's face in. Uh, that's when Gordon shows up. Now Gordon's on the rafters. And then Gordon's like, hey, relax. Like, what are you doing? And then Batman pops up. He's like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Like, my bad. And then um, they uncover this dude. This dude's just a nobody. But they ask him, like, they're like, what's your name? Whatever. And he's like, I'm vengeance. And then it's like, what the fuck? So um, then the building starts collapsing the whole building's basically flooded everybody's down there in the water and then the fucking the jumbotron breaks and now there's fucking electrical cords swinging everywhere and batman's like fuck this these cords are about to fucking electrocute everybody so he he jumps across he goes on the cord he's above the water he ends up it's like this slow-mo shot and then he basically takes out his batarang fucking cuts the cord and falls in the water 
with the with the electrical cord. I thought he died at this point, but obviously Batman doesn't die. And he fucking comes out and he saved everybody. Now everything's just flooding. He just needs to get him out of the water. Pulls out a fucking a fucking flare, pops the flare. It's a big red light. He's searching for people. He comes and he sees the kid. I'm guessing the same kid from Mitchell's son from the funeral. I'm guessing that's that was the same kid. Um, he was trying to help save them all. He was basically trying to just pull him out of the water to get him to safety. And everybody was kind of like afraid of him at this point. Like nobody wanted to go with him, but the kid was the first one to like reach out his hand and like grab him. So he saves the kid and then everybody else is like, all right, maybe Batman's not not a bad guy. So then they go with him. So then he saves everybody, the mayor, like whatever, whatever, whatever. They all walk out of the water. And then it shows the scene of him walking in front of them and leading them with the flare and the red light. And then just a bunch of people following behind him. Um, Then it flashes to basically the city, um, just more shots of the city. And then it goes back to Batman narration. And Batman starts talking about, he has this whole speech about how basically he doesn't want to be vengeance anymore. He's grown through this whole this whole ordeal, all this shit. He's like learned a lot of stuff and he realizes that he doesn't want to be vengeance anymore because all he did was cause more people to want to seek vengeance and that he has more responsibility than he realizes and that he needs to be something more. He needs to be hope. I'm starting to see now. I have had an effect here. But not the one I intended. Vengeance won't change the past. Mine or anyone else's. I have to become more. People need hope. And so that's when he realizes, like, I'm no longer vengeance. And, um, yeah, then he's all dirty. People are getting saved, flown off in helicopters and that's pretty much the end of the movie and then it cuts to like the last shot of him and catwoman and they're on their bikes and then catwoman's like she's like come on just come with me like we can go to a different city we don't have to stay here like fuck these people and he's like no i have to stay and she's like i know you're never gonna leave the city like like you need the city more than they need you honestly and he's like he's like i have to try to save him she's like she's like you know the city's never going to change and these people are never going to change but you still try and he's like i have to and he's like she's like all right and then they both take off she takes off he takes off after her and they're riding their motorcycles down the street and then she makes a left he makes a right and they go the separate ways and then they both look back at each other the little cheesy ass fucking and then boom that's it
Batman 2022. Batman 2022. Wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I got you right here. Batman 2022. Something. Something. Oh, shit. It says playing music? No, I'm not playing music. Um, so yeah, <laughs> damn, they scanned you for copyright. <laughs> yeah, they already scammed me. Um, damn. so yeah, bat- go ahead. Uh, Batman 22 in the books, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Colin Farrell, um, Chichiro, Matt Reeves, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, Andy Serkis. What do you think? What'd you think? Uh, I mean, it's obviously a movie that's one of the better ones of the last couple of years. It's going to have a lasting impact on <clears throat> what's to come. Um, I think some of the actors didn't do so hot as, you know, some of the star players. Uh, like, I don't really like Kravitz as much as everyone wants to fan over here. Mm. Just personal opinion. Uh, I thought she was uh, a little, I thought she was a little underutilized as well. Um, uh, I'm gonna say I'm excited to see what's to come. I hope the mature Pattinson's bat. I'm not saying it's the Pattinson. I'm saying it's up to everyone around him. I hope they mature his Batman um, properly. I hope it doesn't just like seem very quick written and very like, oh, here's the money. Like, I hope it's very like taken care of, and I hope it takes inspirations like like this one did. You know, I I just hope it doesn't uh get too full of itself. What um what did you think of so of the batman of this batman iteration as in the batman himself compared to other batman how would you rank this batman you can't give it you can't give it a ranking yet because what we haven't, seen, we haven't seen enough of bro you've uh, seen all the other batmans you've seen no we've seen we saw vengeance this movie we didn't see batman okay but know, as but... his first as his first go as a Batman, what would you say? Would you say better than than Bale? No, you can't. You can't compare them right now. It's just, it, and it's only because Bale has so much behind him. There's so much lore already there. Like he, like if you were just to be like, okay, we'll compare the first movies, then I'd be like, okay, well, I mean, I think Bale settled into it faster than Pattinson did. But that's what I'm saying. I hope they give him more time to mature because like, whereas you said, Oh, the second and third movies of the dark Knight are they're like, whatever about Batman because they're more about the world that he's in. Right. And it's like about the villains, but like in this one, we're so focused on who Batman is that the world itself is already like crumbling around him. And we're just trying to see if he can make good by his want to save it, you know? Mm. Um, um what'd you think of the villains what'd you think yeah. of penguin you think penguin is this the best penguin or you think Dan, danny devito is still best penguin uh, <laughs> i think they're two different I, I i think those are two i think devito was definitely going for like a comical whimsical type penguin whereas this penguin's so grounded in realism that it's like trying to compare oil to water like they're not the same personally i think i think this is the best rendition of penguin that i've seen um, i think yeah I, I think as of what we got i mean 
I'm pretty particular to like Arkham Knight Penguin or Arkham City Penguin, but uh No, nah, even even those, I think this penguin's better than the video games penguin as well in the cartoons. In my I opinion, think, I just think I really think Colin Farrell fucking killed that role. I and think they wrote it I think they wrote it really well because we're so used to seeing Penguin in the limelight and being the the villain. And in this one we're kind of seeing him as like a yeah. background on his way up character yeah it is kind of like like yeah it's like that's why i like this movie it's like everybody's just barely starting out and you're seeing like the beginning stages of like everybody usually the villains are already set like these are the villains but like you're seeing a young penguin like barely become penguin basically and like it's kind of interesting to see that that dynamic um who was the other uh, falcone what did you think of falcone oh i think so yeah the reason why they named him falcone instead of falcone like he usually is is because i think with the whole rada a lot of thing they were trying to get they were trying to just make it like falcon penguin and bat that's so, was an interesting i i think i think trigger did good i just don't think he was an interesting addition like i think you could take him out and the story would still be fine because he wasn't the focus of that it was the riddler so it's like he was he's a good piece of the puzzle for the lore, but it's not like I don't know, it's not like Falcone's I'm not gonna rate him as a villain because he's not he's he's just a mafia boss that was there. <laughs> like he's not it's not like he's trying to go out of his way to hurt Batman or really no, he's, he's just doing No, well, I mean he he was running Gotham that like Gotham was he was like the controller of Gotham for like the past twenty years. So like I mean, yes, but he wasn't he's not he's not blowing up the dams he's not serial killing out here he's, no he's he's not a villain in the particular sense he's just like a political villain basically and his his gains are more just money money and power whereas like the traditional villain comic book villains are like they have a bigger goal or something like more something more specific um like riddler obviously so riddler was the main villain in this movie um paul dano would you think yeah, I think at, yeah, I think at first I didn't like I think like his first three minutes weren't that great, but like I think as he like had a conversation with Batman, it kind of settles in as to like who the character kind of is in this first. Yeah. But in those first couple seconds where he's just trying to be like playful and do all that, it does it doesn't really come off well. Yeah. Especially because you know he just murdered a dude, sniped a dude, so it's like it's very it's, you have to be very dark and humored to like let it go. You have to be like not you you should be kind of like in a darker sense to just be like "Ah." but was he better than jim carrey Mm -hmm. that's that's like the same as the danny devito comparison like those those two people in in themselves it's so those were like such whimsical roles and such a loose cartoon verse that it's so you can't compare it to this super gritty realistic batman like you can't yeah yeah, I thought I thought this Riddler was actually, I thought Paul Dano did really well. Um, I think he did well. I just, uh, it's he didn't he he just went for it like he didn't he wasn't shy about it or anything. He just fucking he had some weird ass fucking laughs. He had some weird ass screams. Like it just felt like he was very much just in the role. Yeah. And um, yeah. What did you think about the scene at the end with Joker when they reveal Joker? It didn't have to be in there. <laughs> it, yeah, it, I only, I, I only feel like they threw it in because it's just, it's the Joker, baby. It's like you, you can't have a Batman movie without a, you can't have a Star yeah. Wars movie without a lightsaber, right? Like, yeah, 
these things are essential. So it's like, oh, we have that. We have to have one calling card to the Joker, whether it's a fucking playing card on the wall or the character himself. It has to be there. Yeah, and it was a, it was an after credit scene. It was just a, just to get you hyped for a sequel because you know, okay, well now we know the Joker is going to be in the sequel, and him and the Riddler are probably going to be working together since they're both locked up in. Arkham. I mean, they could they could just be establishing that things in Arkham are happening right now. While next movie will probably get who knows babe something like that that's actually terrorizing gotham so then the third movie will come out and it's been like oh we know they've been established we know they've been doing things so now we're in for kind of like their payoff as like a movie late you know it'd be kind of sick if they actually brought it back to to arkham and they had like a like a arkham the uh, arkham asylum type movie where Batman's stuck in Arkham and he has to fight all these fucking villains. That'd be fucking I, sick. I have a prediction that they probably will, but whether that's going to be the third or the fourth movie, I'm not entirely sure. I do think they are going to try to get Pattinson into Arkham. Though. That's just that's just something fans have wanted. And like we've gotten the animated type stuff, but we've never seen any of the movie iterations even tackle Arkham, really. So it's like, that'd be cool. Especially because Pattinson's his parents and lineage all tie back to Arkham's and that. So, yeah. Um, uh, so as a, as a final ranking and review, what would you rank this Batman 2022 out of, out of 10? What would you give it? I'm being critical when I, when I, when I kind of rate these, because typically the most average answers are like sevens and eights, but I'm being really critical when I say that this is this is an eight out of ten. It's just a really good movie, without it even being related to the content. Like if you just like if you replace Batman with anything, the fucking I don't know the the vigilante, like even just like vengeance. oh yeah, just fucking vengeance himself. Like it's it just makes it a good movie. Like it's not it's something that we can all relate to. You know, you're we all get mad. We all have our dark times. We all get into this vengeance mode but you know you gotta you gotta realize it's beyond you it's it's more than just your emotions and hate it's everything around you you know it's how you affect others it's how you look at the world and i think bruce's journey through this movie to get to that point is worth it you've seen all the other batmans what would you compare this to the other ones would you say this is in the top three other batman movies I'm one of those people who doesn't like multi-putting a, a, a franchise like into it either. So it's not like I would take two from the bales and be like, these are my top three. Um, so it's like, do I just think Pattinson himself is one of the better Batmans? Yeah. Uh, for what we've got live action, yeah. I mean, personally, I, I don't think he's better than Bale, but that comes with the fact that Bale has three movies. Yeah. Had, he had me watching during my like my teenage childhood, so it's like it's a different relation, you know. Like yeah. with Pattinson, I'm getting it when I'm 27, when I'm already kind of cynical about things. So I'm looking at this dude and I'm like, oh, he's just being a whiny baby, you know. And in yeah. reality, it's like he's got his own issues, he's got shit going on. It's yeah. Um, I think so. For me, this is one of my, in my opinion, one of the better Batman films. Um. I this was I would I really like this movie because it had everything that I wanted from a Batman movie. 
And this is exactly how I always envision Batman being. I always envision, like, like I said, a lot of other people have Batman. They hold him up on this pedestal. Like he's this dude in the shadows and like, he does all this cool shit. And like, but in my opinion, I've always, besides the fact that I'm kind of a Batman hater, just I'm a Superman guy. I've always thought Batman was just a regular dude with a lot of money. And realistically, how are you going to get all your shit done? You're just going to be a fucking creep. You're going to creep around. You're going to follow people to get information. You're going to use your money to fucking hire private investigators and probably get information like that. Um, So like, and like at the same time, Batman's always complaining. Like he's just a little bitch. Like he's still sad about his parents. It's like, bro, like Mm -hmm. I get it. Like that was 20 years ago, dog. I get it. You're a billionaire. Come on. Like you got to let it go and like move on and, and you got to grow as a man and like be your own thing. And um, so this, this was like everything that I always expected from Batman being a little like depressed kid, like fucking, but like I said, this is his early stages in this universe. So like, like I said, in my opinion, this was one of the most realistic Batman movies that they've ever made with Gotham City. Gotham yeah. City seemed like it was realistic, like it was a realistic piece of shit, like you wouldn't want to be there. Um, it's not like Metropolis. Um, with the villains, they seem hella realistic. Um, the Everything just seems so grounded and so like to the way he was fighting, like he was getting his ass beat sometimes and like he wasn't that agile, but he was just fucking still fucking people up. Like everything just seems so realistic. And I was like, this is even the even even Riddler, like like him not having he had some kind of crazy like riddles and shit, but he was using like fucking birthday cards that he bought from like Target, dude, like like straight up. Like if you're just a villain that just has 100 live 100 fans on your live stream. Like, that's probably how you're going to do your shit. You're probably going to go to the fucking nearest Walmart and buy some fucking birthday cards and like make these riddles out of them. And it's like, it's like, yes, this is exactly what would happen. And like, that's why to me, like this movie was so realistic and it was so well done. And like, they just, they just zoned, they just fucking zoned in on what they wanted and what they knew they were making. And it was like, boom, everything was just fucking perfect to the, to the Batmobile. The Batmobile wasn't this fucking tank, like in the, in the Nolan films where he's literally riding around in a tank and the dude's like, oh, sir, it's a tank. And like, no, it was just like a fucking muscle car. It was like a Dodge, like like a Dodge, Dodge Challenger or some bullshit that he just modded out. Like everything was so realistic. Like he just fucking got the shit and he just, he just did it. And so mm-hmm. that's why, in my opinion, this is the most grounded Batman film. And this is the most realistic to what I think Batman should be. So I personally, I would give this movie like a nine, 10. Yeah. Like a nine, nine, nine point two five, almost a nine, five. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. I just personally, I have some things I don't like about it, so I can't, I can't push it past to the to the A, you know. Yeah, but I think there there could just been different casting choices. But I mean, that's that's all that's all bias. So for now, I'm gonna keep it at the uh, good movie, great movie. I think you need to watch it. I think you need to be giving it a chance and kind of just go in and don't ex- don't expect you know the best Batman movie. Just expect a good movie. Yeah, and like I told you too, you can't go in with your expectations of previous Batman. You just have to go in and be like, okay, this is vengeance. This is a guy. This is a guy in a suit just running around his city, just doing. Just shit. trying to do what he thinks is right. Yeah. yeah. So. No bullshit. No bullshit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's like one other thing I do want to bring up though, sure. that I want to do talk to you about because we usually we go into other topics, um, but it's already getting pretty late. 
Um, yeah. What did you think about um, Doja Cat bringing back the Mexican pizza? Huh? Wait, 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 what the fuck are you talking about? What, to... <laughs> where did you, where did you reach this topic from? Bro, Doja Cat brought back the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Let me fucking Google it. <laughs> I swear, bro, uh, at Coachella, apparently she brought back the Mexican pizza. Th- that's kind of goat status, honestly. Like the Mexican pizza. While one performing of- at Coachella, she announced that the Mexican pizza is returning. We finally did it, she said. <laughs> what? You she didn't hear said, about that? No. Hold on, I'm reading about it. And by the way, I brought back the Mexican pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's fucking ghost status. Wait. Uh, so this is so random. So she just... Oh, that's why. Okay, because okay, so I guess she did something last year where like they used one of her songs in a commercial. Yeah. Because of that, she playfully tweets and she's like, "So where's my Mexican pizza?" Yeah. And now because of that, she got real conversation started, and yeah. then she's all right. Okay, so that's yes, kind of ghost that, status. That is kind of goaded. Nah. <laughs> that's fucking weird. To bring back your favorite item, honestly. <laughs> What that's, would you bring? That's, that's Rick and Morty bringing back the sauce. <laughs> they they literally made one episode and everyone's like, bring back McDonald's. Like, we want True. it. We want to try it. And they did bring back the Szechuan sauce. It's a thing again. That's crazy. People were people were going crazy off that shit, too. They were, like, selling their fucking Szechuan package. You remember that? They were yeah. like, day one Szechuan for fucking yeah. $40. Yeah, they were selling Szechuan packs for, like, 100 bucks and shit. Wasn't there, like, a Make-A-Wish kid who got, like, a three-gallon jug of that shit? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, that shit's wild. But it's fucking cool. Doja Cat brought back the Mexican pizza. That's kind of dope. That's the most random topic, but that, <laughs> was, that was that was for real a fun fact. I didn't. I wasn't. Um, sure. what would you bring back if you could bring back a fast food item? Uh, Jack of the Box bacon cheddar potato wedges. Oh wait, they don't have that anymore. They're gone. Well, here here where I'm at. I mean, apparently, I I went in. And I was like, "Where are your bacon cheddar uh, potato wedges?" They go, "We don't, we don't sell those anymore." I said, "Damn." They said, "Yeah." Well, we got the cheesy bacon loaded fries. You want that? And I said, it's not the same. It's not the same. You think um, I want you think I want these small little rectangles? I wanted a wedge, my guy. I would bring back the I would bring back the um the chili cheese fries from Carl's Jr. I like those chili cheese fries, but yeah, that's the second topic. And so and Oh, you saw it? I, no, no, no. I saw these like first four seconds of it, and then where he's like patting the ground is where I stopped. So yeah. So, wait. so let's let's watch it together real quick. It's only like okay, a minute yeah. long. So I'm gonna push play, and then on three we'll push play at the same time. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Oh shit! Is your audio going through your headphones? Yeah. Okay. But humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. Sweet child of mine. <laughs> yes, sir. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait. I want to choose my own path. Oh shit. In a moment. My superhero. 
So we are currently watching the Marvel Studios Thor Love and Thunder teaser. So... So you got Zeus right there. So they're in fucking Olympus now. So they're crossing over North Mythology and... Hey! Yeah, homegirl. Yeah. And then you got the Avengers. I mean, the fucking Guardians, my bad. The Avengers! <laughs> my, my, the Revengers. The, um, the Guardians. Bro, Chris Pratt looks... Looks like the years have not treated him kind. He's tired, bro. That's yes. what I'm saying. Ooh! Milner? Bruh. Was that... that I think so, that's right? Portman, so that's Jane, right? I'm pretty sure that's Jane. They're bringing back Jane as the... Uh, She's a she's a different version of Thor. Yeah. Uh. So. She's like Almighty Thor or something. So what'd you think about that? It uh. That was fucking. I thought it was pretty. I mean, I like the song choice for sure. I don't have any like. I don't have any like tension. Like okay, so it's gonna be a fun movie. That's for sure. It's gonna be like fun. So you got because of it. I don't see. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's what I need because we're getting mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. We got WandaVision with all like the warnings of what's to come. Maybe it's good that we're getting uh, just a sit down, relax, kind of breathe movie where it's just explaining where one of the characters is. And in reality, it's just he's on a soul search, you know, <laughs> he's just trying to find himself. Yeah. So, so if you go if you go back to at the beginning, it, there's a uh, different costumes of him. Um, well, I think there's different stages of his life. Yeah. Yeah, but you have the throwback old Thor costume with the fucking things on his helmet. Um and then he has the fucking sword breaker. Is that what it's called? The the axe? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, you have the fucking stormbreaker. You have fucking uh, sweet child of mine playing. Um you have fat Thor right here. Fucking, fucking working out <laughs> and then he gets all buff again and then i think he's just trying to hang it up right he's my superhero and days are over he's so. trying to yeah he's trying to find out if he really wants to like be that person anymore where it's like fighting and saving people because it comes with risk and loss and i think that we're gonna get we're gonna get really spiritual in this next movie i, I have a i have a huge feeling that thor is gonna He's gonna go through it, man. Like, like clearly, yes, because it's about him still searching. But he's gonna like genuinely. We're gonna see a huge change. We're gonna see like a huge change in him, and it's gonna be a problem because the the Avengers, the uh, Guardians are gonna need him, and he's gonna he just can't, you know, he's just not that person anymore. So that line. Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Finish. I was like, I think the introduction basically to Portman Thor is. Is her taking over where our th- where our Hemsworth is, you know? Because I, mm-hmm. I think that this is his retirement movie. If anything, mm-hmm. this is going to be his retirement from the actual MCU. If I mean, it doesn't have to be. Obviously, I think Chris Hemsworth's great, and I think the Thor character himself is amazing, and he can do whatever he wants. Clearly, but I think with what they want with the introduction of female Thor and all that, it's kind of gearing up to leave him behind you know kind of yeah. put him yeah, of, that, give him that give him the evan special you know 
he has that nice little back and forth with Chris Hemsworth. It's kind of funny where he's like, he's like, you know, you just got to think about the people that you love. And then he starts smiling at uh, fucking Chris Pratt. And then he's like, what? And he's like, not me. And he's like, what? <laughs> um, I'm excited to see that more of that humor. I did like that at the end of uh, Endgame, stuff like that. Civil War. So I'll read you the little, the little thing real quick. It says, the film finds Thor, Chris Hemsworth, on a journey unlike he's anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. But his retirement is interrupted by a galactic killer known as Gore the God Butcher, Christian Bale. Damn spoilers if you didn't know that. Who seeks the extinction of the gods. To combat the threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson, Korg, Taika Waititi, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, who, to Thor's surprise, inexplicably wields his magical hammer, Mjolnir, as the mighty Thor. Together, they embark upon a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the god Butcher's vengeance and to stop him before it's too late. Directed by Waititi, Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, and produced by Kevin Feige and Brad Winterbaum. I I hear people pronounce it as Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Um... I, look it up. Look it no, up. You're, you're, it's it's spelled phage, but whatever. It's spelled like beige would be spelled. So therefore, it's pronounced phage. But I've heard people say his name the other way. Bro, people pronounce Sean as seen. So what does it matter? Yeah, it, you have to listen tomato, to him. Tomato, tomato. You have to listen to him pronounce his name. You're okay. You're not wrong there. Um, Thor Love and Thunder opens in theaters July 8th, 2022. So four days after 4th of July. Pretty close. Coming out soon. Um, yeah, this looks fun. The last store was was pretty cool. It was pretty funny. Um, so I expect this one to be just as funny, if not even better. A little more meta, probably. A little more retro. Has a little 80s vibe going for it. So I think it's going to be cool. All right, it is by you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun movie, for sure. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, maybe two other topics I had. Kingdom Hearts 4 got announced. What do you think? I mean... Your official thoughts on the pod? Uh, I, I mean, know I'm, just, I'm a huge Square Enix fan. Um, I grew up with Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, those, those are just some... They're, they're not like the best games in existence, not by a long shot, but I mean, they're, they're games that just touch, you know, I mean, your heart. Like, they, they just make you feel a way. Um, did it tickle? Did it tickle your fancy? Uh, I think when I get more context with what's going on, um, because I don't know why Square is here. Like, I don't know what's exactly. I just know he's yeah. in limbo for some reason. And I think when I actually like play Remind and I see what's going down, um, we'll get a better idea. Yeah, there's a trailer that be experiencing besides like, oh, Sora is doing heartless shenanigans again. So yeah, there's a trailer that dropped and it was very much different art style. Looked like it was in the style of Final Fantasy. 15, and, yeah. yeah, and I think it's going to play a lot more like Final Fantasy 15, but we'll see how Kingdom Hearts kind of plays out. I honestly wasn't expecting that trailer at all. I wasn't expecting four to come this soon. Um, I thought we were going to get it in like 2050. Um, yeah, but that's, so- that's having an early release like this makes me worry too, because that's what we did with Pokemon. And then it was, it, it lacked, ex- it, like not expectation, it lacked pretty much substance. And everyone was like, well, if you had just given us another year like you did the other ones, it would have been way better. So I, I really hope that because we're getting early sneak peeks and like a, an early taste of it, it's not going to be... Yeah, it could it could go a bunch of ways, but either way, I'm playing through the Kingdom Kingdom Hearts series and the game's still special and like that's, that story is special. So um, I'm obviously excited, but 
I am kind of weary, and I hope they don't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. No bullshit. No bullshit. Unless you have anything, you're gonna go stream right now. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm, I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna uh, see what's up with the the lady. Do all that, and then you know what it is. Get to my daily grind. <clears throat> yeah. Well, congrats, man. Keep doing it. You'll keep getting more, more followers, big more preach. big, more big bucks coming your way. Big preach, bro. Make make it work. Hey, what about you? No bullshit. No bullshit. Uh, after I edit it, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's gonna probably take me a couple of days, but no worries, no worries. it'll come by. It'll come out by the end of the week for sure. Um, and then yeah, so we will see how this turns out. Uh, thank you for being on your first episode of the Noble Podcast. Um, um, I don't know if if you would like to continue this Batman series with me and run it through, or if you just kind of want to just let it stop right there, we can talk about that another time. Well, but, I mean, what do you mean? Like, are you going, are you going back, back to like, they all did? I mean, Batman, I mean, that's kind of at our discretion. Like there's really no plan to this podcast yet. We just kind of just review movies. And it's like, right now we're doing the, the Kubrick films and we're probably going to do two more full metal jacket and then eyes wide shut. And they'll probably will stop and jump to maybe like Tarantino or something. I but, think if you, if you come back, like loop around towards more of these <clears throat> kind of like in my area movies, then yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll, I'll try to chime in a little more. Um, because I'm not, I, I, as much as I love the content, I'm not really like into like movies like, uh, what is it? The fucking jig mobster type, uh, no, well, I was Godfather, thinking, Scarface, like, like they're no, great movies. I'm just yeah. not, they're not yeah. my content. No, I was thinking, well, if we already started this Batman one, if you wanted, we could run it back and watch like Batman 89 or something or fucking. Keaton? yeah or or start with like uh Ooh, or just uh, or watch dark knight we could definitely uh talk about it come back to it i'm definitely open to the idea especially if we're you know whatever i mean man of steel batman oh it's all it's true. all gravy baby true because marcel's not big on um the superhero he- movies hero movies yeah so oh wait are we doing superhero movie with drake though huh Supergirl movie with Jake Bell. It's like bro, the epic movie. Bro, isn't that dude a fucking creep? Oh, shit. Come You're on, right. He's a dog. fucking creep. Come on, dog. You, Damn. Just, you just spoiled the... Co- I right, cut no bullshit. I found a way. Bell. I found a way. <laughs> All right. Nah. All right, man. Well, right, well, right, thank you for being on the show. I didn't mean to ruin everything with that nah, one. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck Drake Bell. That's where we at. No bullshit. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no bullshit. Stop being a creep, you weirdo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Thank you again. Of course, scheduling. All right. Have a good night. Bye.